Morning, Craig. Welcome our recording bot, Craig. Record right. our demise. Okay, so let's. I guess I should, uh, I don't know, maybe try and pick some somber music or something. Let's see. <laughs> or I could just play some really upbeat music. <laughs> That'd be. Funny. Yeah, upbeat like chase music. <laughs> um, so just elevator music. If you're one... <laughs> unsure, just go down right for the elevator music. <laughs> one thing I do need to clarify I'm here. I'm a Barbie girl. Okay, Joe. <laughs> that is wild elevator music. <laughs> we did state that like we're early afternoon now because we started pretty early like setting out to go to the thing. So I'm just trying to mm-hmm. gauge Mage Armor, which is an eight hour since casting since we basically got to the island. I think it's close to the end, but maybe not. Uh Basically, I'm trying to fish if I need to use another one of my remaining two mana to recast Mage Armor or not. Um, I mean, I yeah, I, I would say it's probably a safe bet because it's been quite a bit. Okay, you've done you've done quite a bit. Yeah, so. I'll just not wear Mage Armor for now. There we go. <laughs> Perfectly fair. Yeah. Let's get this playing. All right, gentlemen, ladies, cat people, rat people, you have cats and rats. I guess that's what I can call you now. All right, cats and rats. You guys have uh, joined up once more, expecting nothing but uh, a well-earned night of sleep, but instead being slapped in the face uh, with the reality that sometimes plans don't go accordingly. And as you rejoined Wes, excuse me, Lavender, uh, he has informed you that a dead woman has taken her child back. And no one was the wiser. What are you guys well, doing? Joel just looks at him. Which way did they go? Uh, this would technically be you, I guess, Pedro. <laughs> uh, we, uh, excuse me, Lavender. They, uh, she just walked out the front door. Joel kind of, like, hisses and runs for the front door. <laughs> She's gonna, like, stand outside, like, looking around, like, Is this, all like, fluffed a... up, like, very agitated. Is this, like, a busy area? Uh, no. Have it's... people, like, have, have other people come in and out, like, since she took her kid? Um, no. Uh, this is, um, an inn for a small fishing village, so this is really not a, a well-trafficked area. Um, most people are at work. It's in the middle of the day. So most people are, are, are out on their boats or, uh, in, in their places of work. There's not too many people walking around. Uh, 
Jewel, Lavender, uh, there, me, and oh my, I guess. Uh, yes, I am here. I yes. am very upset. <laughs> yes, and Rosebud. Uh, there wasn't Rosebud very many. Not here. Oh, you're not, you're in your thing. Okay. I'm uh, in my room, yeah. Right, right. Uh, we need to go get Rosebud, I guess, would be one thing. And second thing, um, there's not very many children uh, in the village right now, so that would be an oddity if you guys want to quickly see if anyone has uh, spotted a child recently. Yeah, I was um, I was going to look at, like, see if I can, like, see, like, the freshest footprints. or two sets of footprints, and, like, I wish I was still a ranger. But uh, <laughs> can I can I make like a survival check? While he's doing that, I'm gonna go get Rosebud right away. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and make a survival check for me, um, Lavender, to see uh, whether or not you have. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, okay. Lavender, sorry. Oh we right, still have exhaustion. We have exhaustion. No. no! <laughs> Oh, but that was so oh, perfect. That was this victory away. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no. I play by the rules. <laughs> that was the I second. We'll also be helping as far as um, survival check. That's She'd fair. definitely be looking to. So yeah, I will. Oh, have a you get a plus three. Oh, that's right. We're not doing. He's got a plus six right? total. Okay. Yeah, you, you do. You do half of your uh, bonus. I think the only time we do a, a change okay, to okay. the. Yeah. So, 19. Not horrible. So, as I said before, Lavender, this isn't the most trafficked area. Um, and there's some solidly packed dirt um, constituting uh, the roads, the back roads uh, here. They only have one paved road uh, in and out of the town, and that leads to... Um, the capital island, uh, the capital of the island, um, Lugut, um, but you are not on it. And so because of that, you uh, are able to sort of track out some um, footprints in the dirt. And you look specifically for that of a small child's footprints because you know that those are in short supply of late. Um, and you are able to uh, catch what you think might be a child's footprints um, uh, matching pace with an adult. Um, but then about 15 paces, you can see that the adult has picked up the child. Um, but the adult footprints still continue onward. Rosebud, tulip, <laughs> I just imagine when you come to the room, it's just like completely filled with smoke. Oh, I yeah, assumed the door was closed. Yeah, so it, was well, the door would be a hundred percent closed. <laughs> so you you open the door and and it's just like being hotboxed by incense. <laughs> starts, you know, rolling out. My tongue flickers out a little. <laughs> it smells like a lot of jade and. Did I say jade? I, well, I wanted did. to say lavender, but I had to avoid it because we have a <laughs> character named Lavender. So I went with jade. We just which have I'm pretty lavender. sure it's a stone. <laughs> yes, that is a rock. Yes. <laughs> we just a flower. That's a stone. <laughs> we, we just have lavender's jockstrap burning in. His. <laughs> <laughs> 
Batman Sons of Champions, yes. Um, uh, we need to clear out. Uh, there's been a complication. As soon as you come into the room, uh, how long has it? How long have I been in here? Essentially, how long has all this taken? I mean, like, this whole thing probably took a like a little, a li- like an hour, give or take. Okay. All right. Then at this point, he probably would have realized that he essentially blasphemed <laughs> when he said to Miria, "I need this more than you will ever know," because <laughs> he's a god. A god would know because that's a god. So, uh, looking guilty. He will be looking guilty, but the first thing he'll do is he'll grab you, and he'll bring up the compass that he found, and he'll just start tapping rapidly on west. Yeah, without saying anything. (laughs) Without saying anything. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll look down and I'll say, ah, a compass. Good to know. And then I'll basically try to shuffle him out of the room and and explain (laughs) um so we were trying to find that (laughs) rosebud what he just goes dead weight dead weight (laughs) (laughs) all right while he's on the floor he casts thaumaturgy Thaumaturgy. and all around you uh ominous whispers of west 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 Has he ever behaved like this before? Jewel has probably seen him behave like this before. I don't know if he <laughs> <can> has. <laughs> hmm. uh, give me... Okay. Oh, yeah. how, about, how about give me a roll? Like, we'll just settle it with a roll. Okay. Uh, do an insight going... roll, I suppose. An insight roll? All right. Is that what you were thinking, Josh? Yeah, something like that. Or convincing you. Is that what you're getting at? Um, probably just to try to figure out, like, just okay. to see if I've done this around you before. Okay. Oh. I mean, like, I roll. I would say that you wouldn't have to roll disadvantage for this. <laughs> oh, well, it, then the just... first roll. Also, it's, it's investigation, not yeah. insight. Did I investigate? It's... Oh. It's uh... just sort of this, uh, I was just sort of going for, like, a, have I done this around you before? Cause we oh, well, then, for a few years. I mean, that would just be, like, a regular 20. That's not even, like, a roll. Really. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I was I'll... sort of trying well, to get then... at. The first 20 would be a 13 if it's a regular. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you've probably... This has probably happened around you before then. Uh, So, if I'm... And you're a smart dude, so I'd say you could probably put it together just generally how I'm behaving. Whenever Rosebud accidentally blasphemes, he only allows himself to talk in Divine Tongue as repentance. But nobody understands Divine Tongue, so he just uses Thaumaturgy to talk. Oh, okay. That's and generally, it's only for like, uh, for a while. It's not like for days on end. It's okay, just okay. like for the rest of the night. All right. Well, here's what I'll do then. I'll say, okay, West, I got it. Uh, Oma needs you. <laughs> oh, that's cheap. Uh, Rosebud scampers <laughs> off and he's like, okay, let's go. Just uh, body language wise. He goes yeah. up the door ahead of you. <laughs> okay. Yes, and then as we're going down, I'll explain. Um, so we were uh, looking for the child's mother, and we had the vendor uh, feed them here at the inn. And uh, the mother is passed away, but the mother also picked up her child. Uh, Oma, as you know, uh, we need to... Wait, She's. did we gather her? I can't remember. Uh, yes, Oma is here. I right. am... <laughs> 
having a coffee in downstairs because I'm getting battle ready. Okay, good. And uh, so I'll say, as as you know, uh, Oma has much stake with all of the children from this vig- village, yeah, more so than us a lot of the time. Um, so she she needs this small victory. We we almost had four children rescued, and now it's only three. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quarter of the children missing. <laughs> Rosebud oh. looks down at the compass for a minute, and then back up at you. And then he casts Thaumaturgy again, and all around you here, hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> awesome. All right, that's my wrangling our party. Geth <laughs> uh, and Rosebud, you uh, have to go outside. Um, Oma joins you um, outside. She downs her coffee and uh, gently places the, the mug on the floor, or on the... Um, table and runs out with you and you see that lavender and rose and jewel are um tracking a pair of uh boot prints on the road they're not very far ahead of you they waited patiently for you i assume i i don't know i can't i can't do you wait for them or are are jewel and uh lavender going to run off on their own weeks behind yeah that's what i say yeah, that's a good call. They must have headed off ahead of us. Let us go, Rosebud. To arms. You see, like, Hammer. squeaks come down and, like, you know, overhead, just, like, circling around your heads and squeaking at you before he takes off in one direction. All right. Uh, Jewel, Lavender, you... How fast are you walking here? Are you running? Are you walking? What's the deal? As fast as we can go while still keeping to the right tracks. Yeah. Trying to... Trying to catch up. Okay. Uh, You are running through the uh, confines of Galley Pippet. Um, The house is brightly colored and um, full of flora. Exotic to your eyes in most cases swim past you uh, one by one in this gridlock of wood and dirt and stone Uh, and they take you all the way to the edge of town where the road no longer goes it is a wall of trees thrice the size of any man and as deep as as the ocean. That's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty deep. <laughs> Do we see um, tracks still? Uh, make another survival check for me. Because now you are going to be looking at a different type of and you're looking at a different scenario. Okay. Oops. Okay. I didn't so, know if I was rolling. I thought I wasn't. I don't know if I was rolling that or if I'm uh, yeah. nervous. Rolls. Well, I think we'll take Lavender's because he rolled one higher, right? 
No. I mean, it, mm, it, oh. He's got a 10. Oh, that's right. Ooh, it's disadvantage. His 10 plus her 3 would be a 13. Right, her 13 plus his 2 I would will, be 15. Uh, I will help. What's your what's your plus, Lavender? Uh, she'd get a plus 2. Okay, so it's 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys uh, are sort of cursing yourselves um, that the trail seems to go cold uh, on the edge of town um, as this line of wilderness stops you in your tracks. Um, Jewel, you bend down. You know, you get down on all fours, face real close to the ground. Uh, Lavender, you uh, check the foliage for any breakage in the bushes. You look for any sort of cut clothing uh, of the like. Uh, and you you can't seem to find anything. And Jewel, you uh, have your nose to the ground, quite literally. Um, trying to place where these tracks might have led. Um, and you just... You can't seem to find anything. But then you hear squeaks coming up from behind you. And you just... Uh, by instinct look up and as you look up you notice uh, in the tree line that there seems to be some cut cloth from the clothes Yeah, uh, you'll run over and check it out. Okay. Uh, you have to climb up this tree, which I'm pretty sure you don't need a check because climbing doesn't require a check, nope. I don't think. Um, not for her. <laughs> not, not for, not for, um, pretty, pretty kitty, uh, <laughs> who can naturally climb things to the bane of my existence. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you climb up, you don't even tell Lavender, uh, he just hears your paws, your claws just clink into the tree, and he watches you as you climb up, uh, relatively quickly, and you, uh, kind of reach out, and you snatch this, uh, cloth, and you give it a sniff. It smells familiar. Um, make an intelligence check for me. That's uh, kind of dangerous. Yeah, trying to track children while we are... Uh... Oh, dang. Ooh, hey. Uh, you... What gets you, Jewel of the Mountain, is it smells very uh, similar to the uh, poison smell that the house had. So you think that this is probably the clothing of the dead woman or perhaps the clothing of the child. Okay. So does she see any, like from here, does she see any path or like direction where it probably went? You're going to have to make another survival check. Because I'm super annoying like that. 
Yeah, okay. uh, I'd say you have to make another survival check because this is a completely different scenario now. Now you're looking oh. at, like, trees and stuff. You have squeaks okay. now, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I at do this have point, squeaks. we're all together, right? Yeah, I, I'll say, because this is a small town, so... You guys have caught up while we're caught up bogged while down trying searching. to find tracks. Correct. Then uh, I am going to try to clamber up the tree myself and give guidance, because I have to actually touch her. <laughs> Alright, Lavender, are you doing anything? Uh, can, can I follow her up there? Up the tree? <laughs> sure. Uh, it's a crowded tree. You see tree. her suddenly climbing a tree, so there's probably a reason behind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... Alright, on second thought, I just jump on Lavender's back and let him climb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just ask with Oma and myself looking in the immediate area, is there anything that looks like it is dangerous or looks like there's items dropped around the bases of the trees if they're doing stuff up in the trees? Uh, do you mean like items from your party or just like... Uh, from the pers- the people we're pursuing. Uh, there is nothing but foliage. I won't even make you roll for that. Yeah. You don't see any sort of items that look out of place. Yeah. I guess aside from the hobgoblin and the rat climbing the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking specifically like discarded spell components or something. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, a little honeycomb dropped around or something. Uh, make an arcana check. Okie dokie. Uh, I guess I'm assuming that Oma's not trained in Arcana, so I'm just going to double check that. Uh, check. Uh, Are any of no. us except you trained in Arcana? Probably not. Uh, okay, yep. disadvantage Arcana. Here we go. Mm. RN Jesus. <laughs> That's 11. Um, You know that... Some spells would require spell components, and you're thinking, okay, you are of the assumption that this person who has taken the appearance of the dead woman might be the same woman that you had faced in the cave. Correct? I had overheard you say that last. Yes. Um, Esmeralda? uh, Correct, Esmeralda. And you know uh, that some people, uh, some creatures that are connected to fey lineage, have some innate spellcasting abilities. But with uh, that role, you aren't sure uh, what those spells are. So it is possible that... um, they might have not have needed spell components, but it is possible that they also might have needed spell components. And the fact that there are no spell components might lead to another form of transportation than, say, like a polymorph spell. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Um, but yeah, you, you you really don't know. With with an eleven, it's all up in the air. Um, did you roll, Jewel, for your survival? Oh, no. Why well, did you make sure uh, to roll a d4 as well? Yeah, you can, get, 
guidance. And then Lavender is <laughs> Lavender's helping you as well. So I just imagine that this is like okay. tax tree. This like branch that you're all sitting on is like sagging down. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I could have sent Tulip. I don't know why I chose to go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's because it makes I imagine, I imagine you guys are all like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> like a, you know, like a, like a children's cartoon or something. Can I ask out of character here, uh, was that cloth cut? Or was it just ripped? It, it looked. Torn? It looked like the cloth was uh, ripped. Okay, thank uh, you. At least, yeah. It, it doesn't look like it's neatly cutted or, or with like a square I was or anything like that. Screaming trap in my mind as that was happening. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um. So let's see. With a sixteen, with Lavender's help and the excellent bless roll, um, you. See uh, that there are some tree breakage um, going further into the uh, forest. But it is. Can I send Squeaks on ahead to scout out the way? You can. Um, Go ahead and make a perception check. Squeaks. It's perception. Uh, he gets an advantage, and uh, yeah, because he he can use his hearing on this. Yep. So he's going squeaking through the trees. He's going squeaking through the trees. Go forth, our goodest boy. Sixteen. <laughs> uh, yes. So he uh, quickly gives chase. Squeak, squeak, call. Um, <laughs> One of those don't sound right. <laughs> there was a bird that was looking at him as he, as the bat uh, dove forward off the branch and, and through the trees, and he winds like a ballerina around them, um, using his echo look, using their echolocation to uh, chart a path. Um, you guys hop down from the trees and all quickly follow as uh, he digs a, a deeper and deeper path. Um, it is thick and heavy, uh, and you all are struggling with carving your own path, um, through the dense brush. This is considered difficult terrain. Um, Aha, I don't uh, care. (laughs) Sure. Mobile feet! For for everyone but, but, uh, (laughs) but Rosebud. Um, but that's okay, because Rosebud only goes, like... 25 feet around anyway. I will have so. you know I go 30. That's why I took mobile. <laughs> so I'm like, not a hindrance to the party. Uh, and uh, it it runs and it runs and it runs um, and it leads you to the bank of a river. Uh, and squeaks sort of uh, hovers around the river uh, and is kind of frustrated and confused because he was following some breaks in the trees thinking this was a flying uh, enemy that they were following. Then maybe it was. Um, But now... The trail seems to have gone cold right in front of this river. We don't see anything either direction. Can I 
yeah, start with that, I guess. Uh, you look in either direction, uh, and you don't see anything. Uh, so if this is a river, and we were just on the ocean, presumably, um, we're not close to the ocean anymore? Or is it like we're coming along the coast? Like, how far off from the ocean? Can we see it if we, like, look down the river? It's like, oh, we've been following the coast, or what? Uh, yeah, the, you, you can't, you can't see the coast, um, from where you are, but you know that you are close. You know that this island is full of rivers. Um, it is an island, after all. Um, but, uh, you know that the town itself isn't far from the coast, and you know that you haven't... You can you you can tell that you haven't like been going inland necessarily. You've... Okay. Um, so you, you, at that well, point, I mean, you have been going inland, but it hasn't been it hasn't been to such a dramatic degree. And and the forest is still like just as thick. The river. I, I'm trying to imagine if it's like an open river with like sunlight coming through, or if it's like, uh, you know. A brook, a babbling brook. Like, what's the size here? What are we dealing with? Uh, it is a small river. There is barely any partition in the sky <clears throat> to to uh, let in sunlight. It is mostly oh, so it's quite shaded. Clouded. It's it's mostly shaded by the canopy. Is is there any splashes on the bank of a creature going through the water? Like you can see, usually when you step in the water or something, it's gonna give like a little bit more, you know. Splash damage from the water, especially if they were hurrying. Also, right. or a struggling child. <laughs> Does Oma get anything on her divine sense? I feel like she would try to use her divine sense if we know we uh, know we're following the egg. Sure, uh, Oma will. Um, it's uh, here. I'll. I'll look it. Oh, do you have it already? Yeah. She doesn't sense anything within sixty feet. Damn. Um, but she says, shot, right? uh, she says that uh, the the creature had a, a very uh, sizable head start on us. Um, I can't do a German accent. Um, <laughs> hold on, I have to. Points for trying, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I do not expect it to be um, Russian now. I do not expect it to be. That's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, within the range of my divine sense, but I will try nonetheless. Um, and so she tries, and and she says, she says, yes, un- unfortunately, I, I do not sense anything. Alright, I'm gonna try something. Uh, I'm just... I'm <laughs> While I'm assuming Geth is gonna be checking out and looking at the river, I'm just going to start spamming message in every direction. <laughs> Um, whispering the word uh, beautiful in divine tongue as like a question uh, and I guess I'll just hope I make some contact It's a range is 120 feet um, it's directional <laughs> and uh, it's one foot of stone one inch of common metal a thin sheet of lead or three feet of wood blocks the spell 
But I think it can go around stuff. It doesn't. It can't. It doesn't have to follow a straight line. It can travel freely around the corners. Or it's just like if you were buried in the ground, that would no longer count as. So it's a low chance of working, but hey, it's all I got. (laughs) You are casting this message to who? The Hag. To Esmeralda, yeah. And I'm sorry. What is this? This is literally the spell message. This is just a spell message, and I'm talking in celestial, or rather, his but sort doesn't, of. But doesn't, but doesn't the doesn't the spell message not have a? Um, I didn't realize it had a, a a a length limit. Yeah, it's got a. It's sending that doesn't have a length limit. Message is oh, a cantrip. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, there is no response. All right, I'm gonna keep trying in other directions. Uh, yeah, again, there is. No response. You you get the idea that this hag is not within 120 feet of you. Jeez, these things can hoof it. Well, again, I will reiterate that this thing probably had a 20 minute head start. Yeah. Yeah, but it also has to carry a kid, right? It carries a small child that is probably uh, not struggling too much. Probably, I mean, a small child probably only weighs like 40, 50 pounds. Well, yeah, but but aren't casters usually wimpy guys? They they, they can't carry much, right? Yeah, but it's a hag. I mean, <laughs> it's not a normal caster. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to impose penalties on you, Geth, for carrying more than forty pounds? <laughs> Why are you going after poor Geth? He didn't say it. Uh, Geth, Geth is like the strongest one amongst us, <laughs> other than uh, uh, Oma. Like, what am I wearing for weight? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well. It was nice to know you, Ed Salguentino. Au revoir. So, uh, Jewel will cast um, uh, uh, Longstrider on herself to give her that extra 10 foot movement. Okay. And she's just going to run uh, across she's the probably river. Gonna, uh, she's probably going to start going up the river, and she'll probably send Squeaks down the river and. If either one of them see anything, they'll come back. Okay. But she's got between movement and her uh, action dash and bonus action dash. She's she's doing 120 feet per round. So at this uh, point, she is separating herself from the party. Before she goes, I, I don't know the exact time order, but I was still looking if we saw any bank disturbance at all. Go ahead and... Um... Make a uh, in survival check for me. Nope. Ooh, that's a- this whole place looks uh, disturbed. You can't really make out any point of interest that might point to something that could help you. All right, Lavender, it's your time to shine. Save us all. Jewel's gonna go running up the stream and she's gonna send Weeks uh, downstream and if either one of them sees anything they'll like yell or scream or whatever before you go I'm wondering if I should use my last emboldening bond right now to give us a bonus in skill checks is there a 
length limit? Like, if she is out of range, does the bond no longer work? No, but... Because she's about to hit out of range, like, initially, like, do it, everyone has to be, like, within 30 feet. Um... You know, I'll do it. Uh, if, if, if I can do it before she heads off. Yeah, uh, I, I'm assuming that Le- Jewel of the Mountain will let you know what her plan is before she disappears. So. Okay, she, she'd be like, okay, I'm gonna run up, see if I can find anything. She's, like, talking really fast, like, she's like, eh, I want this, I want to get the child back. Yeah. So you guys are about to Looney Tune this river. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give her a bowling bond uh, myself, and um... Does Oma have who, any good? Who has the best level? checks for trying to find? Uh, okay. Um, let's see what Oma has. Nah, it's just the same as me for survival. It's one. I'll give it to uh, Rosebud. Oh, nice. Which is a plus one for survival. Uh, which one was the symbol we used for that? Okay. I love heart uh, because I think also, survival's a wisdom you. skill. So, because you are running away from the party, I'm going to use my last channel divinity for uh, harness divine power as a bonus action. So I get two um, two mana back, and then I'm going to cast bless on you as well. I'm going to cast Bless on um, Jewel, Lavender, and I'm going to give it to Geth as well. So Jewel, Lavender, and Geth get Bless. Uh, I realize... Sorry, I I just... I don't want to have Oma die on us or anything. It doesn't look like... uh, Deanne tracked if she used more of her hit dice last time we were healing? I don't remember. Does anyone remember if she said she healed up? Uh, I don't uh, think she needed much. She needs half. She's down half. Yeah, she's at 21 hit points right now. So, like, I I don't want to assume she chose to not do that, but... Uh, Sorry, you said I have a She might have forgotten. Uh, I mean, it says she only has three hit dice left. But we've done um, more than one short total. rest. We did. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did more than one short rest. There's one on the boat as well. All right, Tulip. Tulip is going to cast uh, Cure Wounds at level two because that was in the ring on uh, um, Oma. So ten extra hit points, and now that is no and longer in the spell just... ring. So now she's at thirty-one, if I'm not mistaken. So, it's serviceable. Yeah, I was just going to scroll up and see if she rolled hit dice, but either way. All good. I'll wait. Okay. Uh, Jewel. You <clears throat> run up through this mountain, or excuse me, mountain, through this river. Um, your boots splash, uh, harmlessly on top of the water uh, as you trust the spells uh, of your traveling companions um, to keep you safe 
and you are booking it. And it takes you uh, a few minutes. You know, you're already exhausted, um, but you're powering through to try and find this child um, who held your hand and and uh, and uh, leaned on you when they didn't have anyone else to lean on. Um, and you think for a moment that you know you might not find them when you see a very familiar otter-like creature swimming through the river and on its back is Edsel She is going to uh, run. How far away are they? Um, they are. I mean, really, does it matter? You, you will catch them if you decide to, to run after them. <laughs> um, they are. Uh, let's. I, I, I mean, let's say they're maybe like three hundred feet in front of you. You can like okay. see them at a distance. You know, this is just a straight shot, flat river, so. Yeah, she's going to run up and try to catch up to them. And ideally, what she wants to do is run up, grab the kid, and then, you know, I'm guessing you'd say her action is carrying the kid. But she'll use the rest of her movement and her feline agility to start running back as fast as possible, all while yelling for the rest of the team. Okay. She's going to, like, run up behind this thing, snatch the kid, and bolt away from it. Okay, uh, I need you <laughs> to make an acrobatics check as you, uh, run up <clears throat> and, and do this, um, to this, uh, creature. Ooh. And, okay. I mean, as far as the rolls, well, you do not get the, great, but that plus the, eight. You do oh, get yeah. the plus. Her. Not, not from the bless, from the bond. Oh, yes. Plus only works for... Nice. Okay, 14. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, okay. So, you uh, find yourself uh, quickly gaining uh, on this creature, and it uh, looks back at you uh, as you're making a lot of noise and you start yelling. Oh, wait, do you yell before or after the party? Uh, you no, she's going to run up as quickly and quietly as she can, grab the kid, and as she starts running back, she's going to, you know, hit her feline agility, speed boosters, and start yelling for the party. Um, did you just say as quietly as you can? Well, just like, I mean, Does that mean you she's wouldn't, not you like. Want to try and roll oh, a stealth check? Here. No. Okay, all right. She's not trying to stealth in. She's just running at it, but she's not, like, yelling for anybody. She's not saying, hey, get back here. She, she's, you know, sure. just running up as fast as she can. Sure. She's pretty single-minded right now. Sure. You uh, run up, and you uh, are able to uh, match pace with this uh, creature. And um, the creature uh looks at you it has it's sort of like swimming almost upside down uh and it has you know uh one paw on uh, you know holding this uh this child tight on its chest uh, and it looks at you and it kind of hisses um <clears throat> uh 
and you make for it. You snatch it, and you grab the kid uh, without falling or anything like that, uh, and you uh, pry him loose. I need you to make a contested athletics check. The acrobatics was to see if you could grab him as he tries to maneuver, and you have successfully grabbed him. And now I need you to see if you can pull him away from oh. his... You'll, great. You'll still have your bond, I think, right? That's how that works. Uh-huh. Oof. Oof. Okay, nine. Okay. Let me roll. Come on. Cool. You grab this thing, uh, grab uh, this Edsel. Edsel is uh, looking at you, and he starts just screaming and, and grasping for you. You know, he's like clawing at your forearm. Uh, and he's like, help me, help me, please. Uh, and except he's got his baby voice. Help me, help me, please. Um, I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. That's what he says. Oh. <laughs> Never a truer song, theme song for this child. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, and you, uh, grab him by the scruff of his neck and yank him free and this creature uh, struggles to keep hold um, but you are able to grasp the child um, and break him free now you turn tail start running Uh, make a deck save for me Eh. say 24 plus turn uh, tail and you start running backwards screaming for your companions uh, and almost immediately something erupts out of the uh, river it is the second uh, of these otter like shapeshifters Um, and uh, you remember uh, as this thing stares you dead in the face oh yeah there were two of them um, but you are definitely able to um, just juke this creature, and it lashes out at you with its claws, and it scratches your coattails, um, but it is not able to touch you as you speed down the river. Uh, I'm thing... definitely glad I used that extra mana on my <laughs> my speed boost. Yeah. Um, although I will say, do you need to roll saves with exhaustion penalties? Do you need Mm -hmm. to roll saves twice? I don't think so. Disadvantage on ability checks? Let me just put a little higher here. That's what I thought. I just wanted to double check because Uh, I'm I'm almost positive it's just... Saving throws is level three of exhaustion. Yeah. I was like, I I know there's a bigger... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you run. And with your speed boosts, there's no way this thing, these things are going to be able to catch you. Okay. Um, it takes a couple minutes. Uh, they're on your tail. But you eventually join the party. She's hollering like, coming in on, they're right behind me! And, you know, like, the crew just sees her come, like, running around, like, a bend in the river. And she's, like, got this kid clenched in, like, a death grip with these things hot on her heels. 
I need you all to roll for initiative. Okie dokie. Click on your human thing, or whatever icon you are. None of us okay, are human. Uh, did we decide initiative is a ability check? I can't remember. I think we did decide so, because ability yes. the bonus to ability checks also counts for... Uh, um, initiatives and stuff. Okay, so. so I'll roll twice here. Ah, oh, that's too bad. I had a much higher roll on the first one. Oh, do, do <laughs> right. we get the bonus on Bless, then? Is that an ability check? Does that count? What, what was best? Uh, bless doesn't, but Emboldening Bond does. Oh, okay. Forgot about that. Ah, oh, there we go. Bless. It's right there. Oh. Saving throws and attack rolls. Okay, good. just realized I've been muted this whole time. Oh no! What it's was fine. your what was your thaumaturgy uh, contribution? Absolutely nil. Okay. But I like to I appreciate the fact you assumed I was competent and thought of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I get a that's right. I get a D4. I forgot about that. Mhm. Oh no, they both go first? <laughs> ah, one. That's what disadvantage oh, does to the party. <laughs> Let me uh, add you to the turn order. What are you rolling? Let's see. So disadvantage. Where's... um? It's just below... Where you choose advantage, normal, and disadvantage, or uh, initiative. the hit points, yeah. You'll have to roll Eight. it twice though, because disadvantage I doesn't will. do anything. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-one. Oh. Oh. Another nat twenty okay. wasted. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of those. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Eight. Yeah. Mechanics questions. Um. Well. So. As these Tianoks uh, approach you, uh, they're coming in hot. The first thing that they're going to do is um, go for uh, Lucky Star? Question mark. So I'm wondering why it shows Lucky Star because that that was like an old name idea. But I've had her as Jewel of the Mountain for so long that I'm like, wait, where is the old name hanging out? Because it's not on any of my stuff. Uh, it's it's probably, it's I know what it is. The token itself? The token itself, yeah. So you'll have to delete the token and reacquire the number on 13. Oh. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You can do that, but I mean, obviously, I know Lucky Star's lead jewel of the mountain, so you don't have to do it. I mean, unless you want me to start yeah. calling you Lucky. <laughs> Um, okay, the first... so they're coming after her? Yes, they are uh, both coming after you. The first one is going to try and take the child away. I need you to make a... Well, first of all, it's going to roll to try and grab you. Or grab it. But my question I... is, has they caught up to us? Well, at this point... I mean, her very the... first run is... Depending on if her action is grabbing the kid, even with her... Um, action and or her movement and her bonus action dash 
that brings her up to 160 feet away from them to start. Mm-hmm. That's 120 feet per round. So, so I don't know how fast they can swim, but... No, no, they certainly are not going to... Like I said, they are behind you, but I'm assuming that you guys are sort of waiting to try and kill these things, which is why I made you guys roll initiative. I guess that was an assumption on my part. Do you guys even wait around to try and fight these things? Uh, I, I'd say, yeah, I mean, they're, they've proved themselves to be a real pain in the butt when we chose to leave them alive. Also, so yeah, but, get rid of them. but like positioning might be a bit different. We might not be right on the bank of the river, right? We might right. be like a little mm-hmm. bit behind the tree line or something and trying to ambush them and have the kid tucked away somewhere, depending on the amount of time we have to prep, right? Sure. Uh, you have, I mean, <laughs> um, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, they have given you ample time uh, to prep. So uh, you probably have like a, like a minute or two. <laughs> To prep, which isn't a lot of time, but no. I guess in D and D terms, that's plenty. Yeah, it's um, one of your rounds. So that's <laughs> uh, well. I mean, you're not gonna like lob spells at them for twenty rounds or anything like that. But I, it's what I'm saying is, it's it's going to. We can position ourselves. You can position yourselves. I'm absolutely not going to let you lob spells with them for 20 rounds. Gev. <laughs> yeah. Before you even ask that. <laughs> so, alright. Then all I would do is maybe go back 30 feet off the bank, try to find some loose enough earth to use mold earth with, and essentially uh build a small little, like, hidey hole for the kid for a little bit. Shove him in a hole in the ground. (laughs) Be like, stay here. (laughs) Uh, Ed Sell just looks at you. Okay! Okay! And then he's, he's, you know, he's, like, shaking visibly, and there's some claw marks where the thing, you know, kind of keep hold of him. Say that again, Leah? At the, you know, hearing her yelling, I'm sure Squeaks would have, like, swung back up. And, uh, so he's gonna, like, probably crawl in with the kid and, like, cuddle up to the kid. This little, you know, cute-looking bat, you know. Yeah, um, this kid is, uh, just a kid, and this bat, uh, lands on his face, and he's all the scareder as this bat (laughs) just sort of, like, (laughs) sticks in his face. And then squeaking. <laughs> and then Geth slowly covers the hole partially with dirt, so it's harder to find. <laughs> as he's being buried alive, this bat just lands on his face and starts squeaking as he's being buried alive by this snake man. Uh, he's not buried alive. Jewel definitely say, "This is Squeaks. Take care of him, okay? He's a friend. He'll watch out for you." Yeah, and all Squeaks could do is just shriek horribly like a bat. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I'll get into position, and yeah, that's that's about it. I, I guess yeah. just behind, like slightly behind a tree. Uh, you know what? If there's time to climb there's to a lower trees branch, to hide behind absolutely. I'll, I'll like go up a lower branch, like 15 feet up, if I can. Sure, um, okay. But if, if there's enough time for that, so that I'm not right on the ground, and they would have to try to climb the tree to get to me. Okay. And if you need a hand climbing, Jewel would give you like a boost up. Uh, so you guys, uh, where, so you, okay, so you're on a tree, um, where are the rest of you guys? I'm assuming none of you guys are on the river. I think Oma would probably take point, Jewel would, like, flank her, be, like, one back and one to the side. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd be up 
close with, with Oma as well. Like her other side. That'd be like yeah. a little flying V with Oma in the center. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, and Rosebud will be at the same tree Gath is at, but on the ground behind it. So still taking cover, but not climbing a tree. <laughs> and oh. I guess holding a ray of frost, but uh, you know what? Given how much prep time you're giving us, I don't think a surprise round would necessarily be fair to you as a DM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be nice. Let, I am. Well, I mean, it, I re- realistically, yeah, I was like, she would outpace them, which would give you enough time to be able to do some quick actions, so. Mm-hmm. And I'll have Tula blow another spell in the thing, and now everybody has Bless. Okay, everyone's There's... got Bless. So, my poor ring is so empty now. Who did you bless this time? Because it has three charges, right? Yeah. And since it's basically being cast by a different person, you could double up bless on people. I don't think uh, spells work like no. that. I'm pretty well, sure I think it's, if it's different casters. I'm pretty I, I sure you two, can only be like impacted by one spell, though. Like, you can't yeah. have bless twice. I'm pretty sure there's a rule somewhere. I'll bless the I'll double kids. check that. The kid will be the third bless. You can stack different types of spells. Uh, two instances of the same spells don't f- stack. Oh. Yeah. Hummer. I know, right? Hoping the bless was... Yeah, we could, like, you know... Okay. Well, then uh, she would probably... As soon as these things are getting close, she would use her ring and cast Shield of Faith on herself... Okay. Loving these rings. Oh, and she's oh. got you know her sun blade in one hand and a normal short sword in the other. Hey, do I have a narrative reason why we don't get a surprise round? Because there's a bend in the river and we're waiting on the other side, so it's still technically their turn coming up. <laughs> sure. There you go. Thought of that all myself. <laughs> all right. There's a bend in the river, and you can't quite prepare for them when they approach, but you know they're coming. There you go. Yeah, just to, I guess, just to put it into perspective, it's just like... Let me take a picture. You can hear them, like, splashing around a little bit as they're coming after us, but... Yeah. You can quite see them. Exactly. Let's... So, I mean, just to put it in perspective, there's, like... This, I put in general chat of like, this is what the kind of environment that you're dealing with here. Um, so the TNX, uh, are able to, uh, they are familiar with what, uh, you are. And so Lavender, uh, one of them goes for you and the other one goes for Oma. Because you are the ones that are taking point. Did you get uh, your arms up by the chance, Lavender, if you still had one? Uh, they're not up yet. Uh, did you... Do, I mean, you have time to put them up. Would you like to? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put them up. Okay. Alright, these things are gonna put roll. Them up, put them up. Ooh, natural 20 and a 13. Uh, so, on the die... Um, so Lavender, that natural 20 was on you. 
And then Oma, what's Oma's AC? I don't think that nah, I don't think that thirteen's gonna hit. Yeah, with an eighteen, the bonuses don't actually plus six to hit. So actually thirteen just hits with a nineteen. I lied. They both hit. Okay. Um Oof, natural twenty. Alright, uh Lavender, you take Oh, good thing I got low rolls. Uh, you take, uh, that's six points of damage total on that natural 20. Um, and that's... Alright, that, I, that I can take that. Yeah, that was super <laughs> low roll for me. Uh, and then, um, she's, Oma is going to take, okay, a little bit more than that, uh, seven points of damage. Um, so... But not much. Those are some pretty low rolls. Okay. Uh, yes, as these creatures uh, sort of try and uh, flank you uh, on the bank of the river, you know they crawl out and their their fur is like matted down, and and they have these uh, long claws and and uh, these foul mouths filled with jagged teeth. Um. And as they as they scream, they switch between the sounds of like a a crying child and like a growling monster. Um, now it is your turn, Leah. You are uh, up in the tree. You see Rosebud. You're up front with uh, Jewel and Lavender, right? Nope. Rosebud so- is at the bottom of the tree where Geth is. Okay. Uh, Jewel is up with Oma and Lavender. Oh, okay, sorry. I Right, it was Geth that went up the tree. Yeah. So, uh, Jewel, yeah, you're right there in the thick of it. Um, these creatures went straight for uh, the party that looked like they could dam- deal a little bit more damage. Um, but maybe they were just tired of having to chase you and they didn't want to even try anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> so she's going to go after the one that's attacking Oma first. Okay. So that okay, and, that's number two. That's TNAC number two. Yep. And she's gonna maneuver so that she's not next to the other TNAC. She just wants to focus on one attacking Oma. Okay. I don't know how you have it imagined, but she's you know positioning herself so that she's just got it in front of her. You got it. Uh, plus. Uh, 2d4? 2d4, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, 16 plus a 7. That absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. What a great team. So... <laughs> and oh, she we work? <laughs> sneak attack damage. So, 15 damage for the first hit. And then she's gonna do... And she's just going to do her offhand attack oh. on the same one. And does she only get the bless once per round, or does it each uh, attack? Blesses every attack. I don't know about yeah. multi bond, but... Okay. Awesome. Oh, 19. 19 hits. The offhand. Go, ahead go ahead and roll with the offhand. Three damage. It's another three piercing. And then okay. she's going to just, like, uh, move back out of the way far enough that if it comes after her, it would have to, like, turn away from Oma. 
Sure. Uh, yeah, you come in hot with the sunblade. Uh, the bright light disappears uh, and then reappears in this glowing red uh, as it takes a, uh, as it takes a chunk of fur and skin and muscle and um, you quickly plunge the dagger or you, yeah you 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 plug you quickly plug the hole that you left behind with your short hand with your short sword uh, in your offhand. And just wiggle it around, and this creature uh, starts to cry like a child. And it's just so uncomfortably weird, uh, as you just... Because uh, you know that your your instincts tells you not to hurt this, like, sound of, like, a baby. Um, but you know that's not what you're... not what you're attacking. Um, very good. That's a lot of damage. All right. I don't know if you've uh, played Resident Evil Village, but uh, after that... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, why'd you have to remind me of that horrible baby? <laughs> no, that's... That, you know... Jesus. <laughs> now I want to play that sound for you. But, oh, God. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Rosebud, you're up. All right, I'm all prepped to remember the fact that none of my attack roll spells actually have attack rolls. So, there we go. <laughs> Sacred Flame on Tianok number two. Tianok number two. Rolled an 11. He just meets your DC. Just meets it with a 14. <laughs> I'm sorry, I rolled an 11. Plus three decks. Alright. Sorry, I feel bad for you, man. I really it's do. Okay. As, from a DM just, as a DM to a player, I'm sorry that you never land any hits. This is <laughs> Rosebud's a healer. Okay, he doesn't need to hit land hits. He just needs to land the heals. Uh, is that yes, your that's turn, myself. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> okay, Lavender. Um, you see a sacred flame uh, blast off into the sky uh, just above you, and you sort of have to back up a little bit as this. Uh, radiant energy um, stinches your eyebrows. Uh, what do you do? Uh, you're still muted, Wes. Lavender, you're muted. Oop, sorry. Uh, okay. So, with my... Uh, can I flank the one that uh, Jewel attacks? Yeah, you can. Uh, and you won't be getting an attack of opportunity since you guys are sort of packed up tight. Cool. I have the the ten foot range as well, but um, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna go ahead and attack that one. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage or roll attack. Oh, that should not be a disadvantage. But uh, you get two attacks. So- you could just take both rolls on two attacks. Yeah, that makes sense. True. Yeah, yeah. They would both hit. So if you, yeah, if you take both those, then they both hit. Jeez. So that's nineteen damage for both and attacks. Then, uh, how's it looking, uh, Lavender? Um, your astral sword hands uh, just. Dance across this creature's uh, chest and side, and gore is uh, matting its fur, and it's uh, letting out these visceral cries, and it looks haggard and beaten. 
Um, you think this thing probably doesn't have much HP left. I'm going to spend a key point to Flurry of Blows. Okay. So go ahead. Roll for damage. DPS. DPS. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lavender, finish it. Yeah, you, I just feel like the more it cries like a baby, the more he's triggered by forgotten memories of a modern world. <laughs> In a haunted house, no. But yeah. He, he just keeps hitting it harder and harder the more it cries. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's this really brutal moment as Lavender is just bashing, you know, like this, the, the, the blade just into this creature's head and neck just over and over and over again uh, until yeah, this thing... I don't thing... know why this crying triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> until finally uh, this Tianok has cried its last uh, and it sinks uh, into the river. Dead. I still have one more attack with Flurry oh, Blows. So okay. I will attack the other one. Alright, so you wheel around. Go ahead and try and attack the other one. 16 hits. Alright. Nice. That was a lot of damage in one round, my friend. Yes. It's it's the price to pay for 14 AC. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oma. Uh, impressed that you were able to uh, dispatch uh, that both Jewel and Lavender were able to dispatch um, the creature so swiftly uh, prepares her sword and she says do not worry Oma has the rest uh, and she um, she can attack twice right? pretty sure yes. she can um, yeah she's a pure she... paladin right? she doesn't have any other multi-class? as far as I'm aware okay yeah, then she should have two attacks yeah, so she uh, takes her long sword and she attacks. Uh, not with disadvantage. Not though. with disadvantage. So I mean, those both hit. Uh, if I just take those as both her rolls, so nine damage and the nine damage. So she does eighteen, and then um, let's see. Uh, let's see how many smites she has left. I have no idea. Let's see. Um, uh, smites are spell slots. Spell slots? Okay. Yeah, so her mana. Uh, I think she has... It says she has two slots remaining. So you can either do... A, she do a level one? Oh she yeah, do this a level is one or she do a level two? So, I don't think she has level two. Um, if she has two mana, then she has... Oh. Right, okay. A level two, because the smite level is equal to spell slot level. Okay, right. So we are... That's right, we're playing by mana, so... Glorious, glorious mana. Glorious, glorious mana. Until we hit level... Being able to cast level six spells, and then we'll all be very sad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, she can cast uh, a smite. I don't necessarily know if she would... Let's see. But she wouldn't know that, but... Where is her smite spell? Uh, it should be under her abilities, because it's not yeah. technically a spell. She just converts a... Divine smite. Here we go. Yeah, you got it. 
Two D eight plus one D eight. Uh, yeah, so she will chonk in a divine smite at level one. Is it an aberrant or fiend? She gets a bonus one d eight. And then this is just a beast. Okie doke. Okay. Um, this is an H. So let's get two of these bad boys. Ooh, five and a three. So that's an eight. Uh, she brings this thing down to death's door. As it is smite, uh, this radiant energy glows inside the wound uh, of her long sword as she just cuts it through. Uh, and the wound just starts festering and boiling. Uh, Geth. I'll just use my mage hand to tickle it, because I'm tired of the, uh, the screams and pain. I, I want it to laugh, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> just slap it with the mage hand, it just goes down. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll begin. So, I, I, again, theater of mind here. Is it a direct line of sight with me, or are they party members in front um, of it? Between because you're up in the tree... I would say you would be able to see them because you're elevated and they're at ground okay. level. So you would not be obstructed from them because you're okay. looking down at an angle. Just wanted to make sure. Then I will just do a, a good old trusty rail frost. Uh, okay. Just uh, just do the attack roll here. I have bless, which adds to my attack roll, if I recall correctly. I still didn't mean to roll with disadvantage, so 19 so plus 19. bless, so I'll do yeah. the damage here. So, Radiant Skeletus, I swipe across my glove and do 9 cold damage. Yeah, finish him. Alright, so as it's screaming, and I'm just like, oh, that does not sound of this world, and I swipe out, and the the small blue ray of frost sort of like I guess, sure, it's in a gear shape, because that's that's my theme. Comes uh, <laughs> cycling down, and as it's opening its mouth, it hits its uh, uvula, is that what it's called? And then just starts freezing the top of its mouth, gets a my- massive brain freeze, and just falls over dead. <laughs> uh, this thing with the extra coating of ice just slowly sinks uh, in, in... Well, are you guys technically fighting? You guys are fighting on the bank, right? Yeah. That was the intent, right. yeah. This thing uh, sinks to the ground and then just rolls into the water uh, and disappears. Dead. As far as you are aware. That's a valid point. Combat I, is over. Uh, I, I scurry down the the thing, and depending on how deep the river is, let's, like, get those things out. Let's friggin' burn them. We don't know what they can do. <laughs> sure. Uh, Oma uh, looks at you, Lavender, and says, uh, we shall fetch these corpses, yes? Yes, I would very much like to see them burn. Yes. We, you and I, are of like mind. And she, uh, she uh, looks at her armor, and she says, let us hope that I am a good swimmer. And, uh, <laughs> and she just sinks like a rock. I look at um, Rosebud. He's like, another point for no armor before he dives in. <laughs> he tries to take off his helmet in time so he can glare at you, but you're already gone. <laughs> another point for no armor. 
Bill's gonna go over and like pull the kid out of his little uh dirt hole. Oh, home, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Edsel uh, is uh, scared out of his mind. Uh, you could see he's sort of clutched, squeaks when caught, like in his chest, and he's he's like you know whimpering a little bit, and he and he sees you. Uh, you know, his half his body's covered in dirt, his face is smeared in in, in muck. Um, and there's like streaks of tears cutting through the blackness on his skin. Um, she's just like, shh, it's okay, it's okay now. We got them. They won't catch you again. And she's gonna like reach in, you know, she's got him like propped up on one hip, like, you know. She- seen all the human women like for her people sometimes you just like grab a kid by a scruff of the neck and just like you know carry them around wherever you need but she knows that you don't treat human kids that way so she's trying to copy the you know human practices (laughs) yeah so so yeah you uh place edsel on your hip and you and he uh hugs you uh deeply and he just starts crying he's just happy to be alive Oh, this kid has had a long day. <laughs> this poor child. <laughs> All right, uh, Lavender, uh, you are able to grab uh, this corpse of this frozen. It's just like frozen in place. Uh, looks horrified in death, um, and you were able to grab it uh, and and swim it up. It's heavy. Um, it was heavy, anyways. But the ice didn't help. Um, but then again, the ice is quickly melting because this is a warm river in a tropical climate. Um, and by the time you resurface, it is already uh, almost melted. Um, yeah, so you have the body in your in your in your hands. Well, while he has it in his hands, I'll use telekinetic pull to just help him get to shore or whatever. Just, just I can pull him, not the body, technically. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, you are able to. Um, do that. And then make sure that Oma surfaces. <laughs> Oma just doesn't come back. Oh no. <laughs> what do we tell Deanne? I'm worried. <laughs> yes, Oma surfaces. Oma, uh, breaks out, um, like a dolphin. Um, <laughs> and she, she just spits out all this water. And she says, good news. The armor did not kill Oma. Uh, and she lumbers uh, onto the shore and tosses the dead carcass uh, by her feet. Um, assuming right. Jewel's over by like the thirty-foot back hole, so the kid doesn't have to have like direct line of sight to the creatures that terrorize them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she'll you know start like move away a little bit. And... I want the kids to have to look at that. I'll just, right. with help of the party, go over slightly off the bank and use a little prestidigitation to dry off sections of the body so it'll flame easier. Sure. Um, Squeak, squeaks when caught, just uses his wing to cover the kid's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Before we actually light this thing up, is there any sort of investigation on the creature that uh, I can do to see? Because I recall these things weren't small; they were like long, snaky. Yeah, they grew things, big, right? Correct. They, they were yes. pretty big. These is these there... were the babies that grew into these massive creatures. I mean, is there... massive. I mean, like they were they were medium sized creatures. So. Is is there any kind of like collar or markings on the body that? 
uh, before we put them to rest for a final time, hopefully, uh, give any indication of, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, a steel was broken, you know, when they dropped the kid and they snapped his neck. Like, maybe there was not just an internal thing that's happening. It might have been an external, like, magical seal that was broken. Just seeing if there's any, you know, weird voodoo-y stuff going on with the bodies. Uh, go ahead and make a investigation check. Uh, this does not help with Bless, which is fine. Is anyone else okay with investigation to quote-unquote help me? I think only uh, Jewel, who's busy. Okay, I'll just do a straight roll. I can I can give guidance if you want. Okay, I'll take you the guidance. That doesn't matter. Oh boy! Oh no! It doesn't matter. Well, I'll still roll the d4 just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Nine. Nine. Disadvantage is killing. Oh wait, I'm gonna use the thing. I'm gonna use the thing. Boop. I think I think I can use this. Uh, Tap into the wellspring. When you make an ability check that fails, I can re-roll. Must use the new roll. Potential failure. Okay, one last roll. I'll still use the original guidance roll there. Investigation. Oop. Phoebus. <laughs> no. Okay. We are not uh, in top form. Yeah. Uh, you search the body, um, but all you really do is grab tufts of hair uh, that's matted to its skin by blood. Um, you're still just very tired from the events of today, and you're not really giving this thing your all. As you sort of just glance it over, and in the back of your mind, you're probably just like, "I just want to burn this thing and get it over with." Yeah. Uh, so you you reside sort of a quick, uh, cursory investigation, and and you don't see anything. Mm. Yeah, there appears to be nothing mystical here. Okay. As soon as you give him the word, he'll he'll start with the tinderbox and use control flame to spread the fire. And then immediately he's back to tugging on your uh, on your cloak and pointing to the compass. <laughs> okay. So yeah, set set these ablaze on the edge of the river so it's not going to catch the rest of the forest on fire. And of course, of course, yeah. I mean, the jungle's pretty wet anyways, so it'd be hard to catch. Fair enough, but you know, it happens. You never never say never, right? So uh, if we if we time skip a little potentially there, I'll uh, try to figure out what. Rosebud's talking about and with the compass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as you guys watch these uh um these things burn, how about we take a five ten minute break? Sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. You guys in ten. Alright. Yeah. See ya. Break time. I do not like the sound of screaming children. Just gotta say.
I'm back. Dis disappeared on us. Man, was that really? That was, yeah, back, we Craig. left at 155, right? Yeah, something like uh, that. Something, something like that, though. Uh, no, one, 145, 155. Take a little bit less. Ooh, my mistake. I, I shouldn't have stepped away from the computer for so long, you know? It's just... Does anyone have it, really, plans no after problem. this? Like, I, I don't have anything strong so and plus i mean eh. i'm not particularly chill not on the weekends oh. sorry not to yeah, assume he... go ahead oh not to assume that anyone's like able to stay spend much more time but yeah i mean yeah no i'm gonna, I'm gonna try and yeah i'm gonna try and keep it around three o'clock i try and keep it around three hours just for all yeah. of our sanity sounds good so, yeah, sorry. sounds like just enough time for us to get back to town and wrap up the day, and yeah, actually get a long rest. <laughs> but uh -huh. all these more things I have planned for you to do. So I need to stay. <laughs> Could you imagine um, the? It's crazy. I know that there's some variants for short rest and long rest that like. Your short rest is like one day, and then mm -hmm. like your long rest is like one week. Yeah, yeah. I right. mean, if you crazy, if you want to introduce that, you're totally welcome to. But we'll be taking a lot longer to do things. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe if if we ever decide to do a third campaign, I might consider it just just to approach the campaign from a different perspective. Because sometimes it's a little weird when, like, you have, like, five encounters of the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just to have a challenge. Because if you only do, like, one encounter a day, it's not really that much of a challenge because you're always meeting these things at full power, at full strength. You know? Which is yeah. kind of why I'm trying to, like, throw things at you. Not all the time, but enough to where it's, like, you can't meet every single challenge at full power. That's fair. Uh, well, I mean, you can, theoretically. You could have absolutely just been like, eh, we're going to lose the kid. It's not going to be the end of the world. I mean... Get the kid. If only it was a more evil personality. <laughs> right? 
if I feel like this time we we talked about like we're gonna make characters that care for more for themselves, and then we're still like we gotta save the children. <laughs> like yeah. legit, it, it was it was if if Rosebud was able to talk and somehow convince uh, me to go west, and it wasn't like such an urgent need to leave, there might have been a different path there. <laughs> I I mean I, I did think the blaspheming thing out because. I, as a player, want to save the child. <laughs> so it works on multiple levels. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? <laughs> oh, you guys it's have... It's time for pantomiming is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys have just finished the uh, fight. You have saved the wayward child from a final fate as you have finally rid yourself of these blasted Tianok who seem to have hounded you at every turn, but hound you no more. What do you do now? I attempt uh, to pantomime what I want to get across to Geth. I roll <laughs> All right. So, as we're as we're I'm burning the my bodies wildly, <laughs> as we're wrapping up burning the bodies, I presume Rosebud then turns and attempts to do stuff. But because of the like wet sort of fur and all the smoke that's caught, my eyes are watering. So as I'm like staring at him, he's just this blurry shape that's like motioning and then occasionally doing thaumaturgy of west 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 and then tapping his tapping his uh uh compass i imagine uh tapping the compass uh he'd probably also tap his holy symbol a couple times but that would be the honestly that might even be too much for him with a performance of one so no no i think you do that but the point that i'm getting at is with the performance you're you're I feel like you'd be, like, ushering in the smoke subconsciously, because uh, that's sort of your thing, and I'm just yeah. like... <clears throat> yes, just having a swirl all around you. Know, you. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should get back, you're right, Rosebud. Uh, we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll discuss this further. Uh, and at some point there, I'm going to break away and go to Jewel and uh, ask Jewel and the kid. Uh, Edward, was it? Sorry? No, Edwin. Edsel. Edsel uh, and say, oh, those two are, those two creatures they're dealt with, but um, we were told that you're, uh, hmm. was there any others? Was it just those two? To the kid. The kid nods solemnly uh, and he says they one of them was mother, and they took me to, they took me to a Mananangal, and he sort of stops, and he says, but they kept changing shape, I, I think it's just the two of them. We'll uh, get you somewhere safe. Uh, Oma, uh, Lavender, maybe we should keep an our, our eyes on the sky. Oma says, yes. 
uh, I'm good to head back to the village. Okay. Hopefully. You guys, uh, would anyone like to speak up before we, or while we head back to town? I've done my talking. Okay. Um, I'll probably just be carrying the kid because she's very like, let this kid out of my sight once and they got snatched again. This isn't happening. Does yeah. does Geth have a backpack or like a satchel or something? Yeah, uh, I have a... Yeah, I've got a backpack. Uh, Rosebud is going to walk beside you and <laughs> try to <laughs> try to get into your backpack and look for paper. Uh, okay, well, if you're sort of, like, doing this as we're going along, um, or, like, beginning to move along, and you're sort of rooting around in my bag, I'll just, um, you know, uh, shoulder off and say, uh, do you need some food, or, uh, are you getting low on your (laughs) box supplies? And I'll just sort of, like, start rooting around and, like, pull out the tinderbox and and do you like, have any paper? Uh, and like chalk or anything? It's been a while since I've looked through this backpack. Sorry. That's okay. I, uh, I honestly I have alchemist supplies, merchant scale. I said that I had paper last time because I made a impression. I don't remember why I said that. Someone might have had paper. Oh, uh, Oma had paper. Oh, Oma had paper. I'm pretty sure is what it was. I don't think I... I don't see any on my character sheet. Um. Alright, well then, Rosebud's gonna... If you help him go through and he doesn't find what he's looking for, he'll just sort of stop and and walk forward. Just sort of like, okay, well, I'll find it when we get back to town. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Oma's got a book or something like that. Oh, Rosebud's not going through Oma's back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Continuing on, back to town. You're muted there, Pedro. Uh, Yeah, Oma has a journal and some quill and ink, but I imagine that she would not be happy with you taking that. Yeah, you. Uh, she does have a bearskin rug, though. I I generally know whose bag I can root through without consequence. <laughs> okay. So yes, as you, the child uh, sticks very close to you, Jewel. Uh, having saved this thing twice from certain death, you have garnered some sense of familiarity with him. Um. And you guys make your way back. Um, takes a little bit longer now that you guys aren't running a breakneck pace. But um, you follow the river towards the coast, and then you walk the coastline back towards Kelly Pippet. Um, you see the fishermen casting their nets and spearfishing along the reefs. and You see groups of loggers... Uh, Cutting down, <clears throat> cutting down large swaths of the jungle in systematic fashion as they build things uh, like boats and <clears throat> tools along along the coastline, 
Um, there's a level of there's a level of respect that they meet you with, knowing that you tried and you put yourselves on the line, you put your lives on the line. But there's also a sense of coldness that comes from them, a sense of aloofness that their minds are elsewhere <clears throat> and they don't necessarily want to look at you for very long because it reminds them of things that they'd rather not think about. As you make your way uh, to town by the docks, the smattering of houses once again meets your gaze. Uh, what are you going to do with the child? Well, originally, I recall we talked to the village elder and said we need to find someone to look after them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we told them where they were. And then essentially we we left to go after it because so I don't know if anyone's back at the inn looking for the kid. Or... We'll we'll just take him to the inn with us for now. Okay. So you um, head back to the inn. <clears throat> the innkeeper um, is there, and he's um, talking to a tall man with brown skin and lots of tattoos, uh, with a shock of dyed red hair cut short on the sides. Um, and he uh, looks, uh, and the innkeeper um, points you out as you walk uh, in the front door. Um, Bagwis uh, says, oh, there, there they are. Uh, and, and there is the child. Um, did you uh, run off for, um, to, to try and just um, keep your mind off things? He has no idea that this whole thing had... Uh, transpired. Uh, he says, well, not talking much. I understand. I don't want to, like, jump in and cut somebody else off, but... <laughs> I, 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 I could not talk right now. <laughs> Oh, this guys, uh, talking about like the kids, like oh yeah, the kid, the kid trying to run away. Like, <laughs> yeah. just dude, you have no idea. At this man, yeah. sorry, eyes. I, uh, I had myself muted there as well. Um, you don't have to respond. It was kind of funny that none of you guys, you guys, just all looked at him. <laughs> Wes, what did uh, you? Uh, you just say? all give him like deadpan stare. Yeah. <laughs> just be kidding. Oh, I, I the lights are on, but nobody's home. <laughs> I was on the phone for a quick second, so I don't know if I missed something. Okay, it was funny. Uh, we, we walked into the inn, and uh, they asked us where we had gone, essentially, and we yeah. just didn't respond for a second. Um, so, <laughs> after a pregnant pause, we, <laughs> uh, I would probably... Do we have a, a face of the party? Do we ever establish not, who are? Like, uh, we, not really. So <laughs> much. Yeah, I, I know I should not be talking, so the the silence is probably good in this situation. After a moment of silence, I'll speak up and say, well, um... Oh, uh, Pedro, I can't recall. We actually heard the name of uh, Tiganak, right? We we actually know that from the uh, original 
gathering information and describing the otter people to that old lady? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'll say, well, uh, we... Unfortunately, uh, it appears that there was still some meddling to be had from the uh, entities that plague your town. And uh, there was two TNX that were not able to be defeated in the past. Um, They came and right from under everyone's nose uh, whisked this little kid away. And I sort of point over to Jewel. Uh, Edsel, I believe. And, um, yes, we just had to retrieve them. It was not... This whole few days has been not not the best. I was not. He says, yes. We seem to be receiving nothing but bane after bane. Um, well, I'm glad that the situation has taken care of itself. I... I had no idea that Tianak were once again in our midst. The shapeshifters have a long history with us. Not this town, of course, but shapeshifters are known to cause trouble all throughout the Shimmering Isles. It is a tragedy that they have struck so frequently of late. Is there any reason that they would want children as well? Or do you know anything? Well... He sort of looks around, kind of says it in a quiet voice, and he says, Well, the Tianak are known to take the form of children, to lure unsuspecting bystanders to their side and ambush them for food. Often, our mothers tell us on their, na- on their, uh, on, on their laps that if we hear the sounds of crying children in the forest, to be weary to not always trust our eyes that danger lurks behind innocent gazes a mother's wisdom if I ever did hear it uh, well at this point we do not want to let Edsel out of our sight until we know they can be properly taken care of uh, the gentleman who is uh, the ginger gentleman who's there um, he says, uh, uh, yes, I am of the council. I was, um, told that Edsel here, um, he sort of looks at you for a moment, Geth, uh, and he says, um, would need some looking after? He says kind of slowly and deliberately. Yes, um, did you come straight here, or did you check for some of his artifacts at his house. And I sort of... I don't know how far away Jewel and the kid are necessarily, sure. so I don't know how plainly to speak. You can you can sort of bridge the gap between you and this gentleman yeah. and sort of say it kind of under your breath, and he nods very solemnly, and he says, um, yes, I... Uh, there are others at the house um, cleaning up. Yeah. I was sent to get the kid. Uh, not that I don't trust you. never got food earlier, so she's probably, like, sitting on the side with the kid, like, you know, convince the innkeeper to bring out some food, like, just chilling. Sure, yeah. She's innkeeper... keeping the kid distracted while you guys talk. Yeah, the innkeeper certainly does. Uh, he leaves uh, as you guys are having this conversation prom- with promises of sweet bread and corn, corn, corn balls. Uh, 
Not the... Oh, go sorry, on. go ahead. <clears throat> Finish up there, Josh. It's all good. Okay, uh, Rosebud is... Before he begins his hunt for paper around here, he's gonna quickly cast Guidance on himself and sort of take a look up and down to see if he can determine if this guy is like on the level <laughs> that he's not some other shapeshifter. Another shapeshifter. So, <laughs> what, okay, if that's happening, simultaneously I'm actually was about to question him on a couple random points to be like, okay, uh, sorry, what was your name? And I hate to say it, but we've been duped twice over the last day or two. Can you tell me, and then I'll ask some details about the town, and I'll ask, uh, you know, this adventuring party, we had a guide with us. What was his name, and what was his mother's name? And I'll just try to essentially just a light bit of questioning to be like, are we being duped again? I do not sure. feel... Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll an insight check for me. Um, if you would please, Rosebud. Um... The gentleman, uh, he nods and he says, I understand. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you got an 11. Um, so, uh, I mean, everything that he says to you, you can't really make, you know, (laughs) you've never had a good time deciphering human emotions anyways, especially because you're just around a bunch of monster people all day. Um... Monster in the technical sense, not in the... I'm around my type of people. Emotional sense. How dare you? (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I should really turn away from the idea that you guys are quote-unquote monster races. You're just non-traditional fantasy races. Anyways. Uh, And he's... If if I get that, then I'm... I'm just going to take a glance at Gath and then just walk away, start looking for paper. Okay. So leave poor Geth alone with who could be possibly a shapeshifter. <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, gentleman, uh, he says, uh, well, my um, my name is Kidlat Kimanu. I've been sent by the council um, after your request to look into matters uh, with the Ginto household, with Edsil and his mother. Um... He looks over at the child and, and, and Jewel of the Mountain. Jewel is like brushing his hair and sort of rubbing the dirt out of his face. Um, I'll also look over at the innkeeper and just say like... I well, the innkeeper's met- gone. The innkeeper's oh, gone from that. Yes. Oh, okay, right, right. Okay. Um, and he says, uh, I know that you didn't speak to um, Sampa Guida. Um, I wasn't there uh, in the council room uh, to find to know who I was just told that this was something that the council was requesting and so I did it Um, of course Uh, thank you we'll just be a moment is all yeah there's a lot of a lot of guides Um, I don't exactly know which one you you took if I he's yeah, he can't remember. He says it's it's been a long few days. I I can't recall the name of the guide that you took. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just wait for the innkeeper then. Like, okay. Just just hold on then, and uh, when Bagwis gets back, I'll just say, okay, <laughs> we've 
we've seen a lot of people. There's a lot of magic going on. Can you at least vouch for? Uh, sorry, I've forgotten his name there, Pedro. Uh, Ilats. Sure. I'll, I'll drop that in the chat. Uh, in just the chat. Just that uh, he he would be upstanding to take Edsel. Um, seems on the up and up because at this point, we don't want to have another chase on our hands. Uh, the <clears throat> innkeeper uh kind of slaps the guy on on the back. Um, man, taking care of Edsel. He uh he says, "Oh yes, I've known Kidlat for many years now. Um, he and I we like to play mahjong uh, every once in a while for money." He says, "He may be on the up and up with you, but and he sort of ribs him. And he says he's certainly not on the up and up when it comes to those games of chance." And Kidlat sort of blushes. Then he says, "I don't cheat anymore. Not after." Ghani punched me in the face and uh, when he caught me. And uh, Bagwis kind of laughs and he says, well, I I can't say you didn't have that coming. Um, and he says, and he turns to you and he says, but yes, I, I can vouch for Kidlot. Okay, well, that'll, that'll be all then. Um, once uh, Edsel maybe gets a moment to recover from his most recent, recent snatching out of the most harrowing adventures lately for him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and we'll leave him in your care. Of course, of course, yes. Uh, quickly, give me the boy. Give me the boy now! And he <laughs> sprouts wings and... Sacred flame! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He, uh, At this point, I, I wish surprised. <laughs> I have absolutely <laughs> right. made you guys paranoid. Five sessions in. <laughs> yeah. um, yes, Trust no uh, one. He, uh, Kidlat walks up to the boy. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Your ship, your ship. He uh, walks up to the boy and uh, he says, um, well, um, your mother has um, taken leave of us for a moment. Um, the council has asked that I take you under my wing for a couple days until things are more settled. Um, why don't we um, head to my house and you and can um, meet my um, husband and my dog. I have a big fluffy dog that you can hug all day. Um, and he sort of looks awkwardly. He doesn't have a kid, so he's not quite sure how to talk to one. <laughs> Um, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Edsel is just sort of shoveling uh, sweet bread in his face, sort of looking at him, nonplussed. Um, Queeks is, looks... like, sitting on the kid's head, just, like, <laughs> chilling in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Edsel is just, like, uh, breaking off a piece and, like, feeding Squeaks every once in a while. Uh, but Squeaks Edsel... would be very excited by getting... <laughs> You know, sweet bread. But uh, Jewel of the Mountain, he looks at you for guidance. He doesn't say anything, um, but he looks at you. I was like looking this dude up and down. She's like, very direct stare. (laughs) Would you like to make an insight check? (laughs) I mean, 
Or of it. unintentional intimidation. <laughs> He's just like kind of glaring at him like Kid Lad child, I'll cut you. <laughs> yes, basically. Yes, uh Kid Lad is uh he looks at you and he, he notices you're not hiding it. Um nope. he sort of takes a step back and he says, uh, well, uh, perhaps when you've said your goodbyes. Uh, and he sort of, he says, I can wait a few moments. She waits until the kid's, like, finished with his last sweet roll and, like, picks him up, like, dusts him off and uh, looks at him. Don't go with strangers, okay? Uh, he says, but that was my mom. <laughs> She just kind of like sighs, like, I have no wisdom for this. Just kind of like shrugs and just right, repeats herself, don't go with strangers. And like, you know, hustles him off to this guy. Uh, Kid Lot uh, takes him. <laughs> and, uh, There's really nothing she can say. Be scared of everybody because everyone could be a shapeshifter. I-, I don't think that would help the child. <laughs> just pick him up, look him dead in the eyes. Fear for your life, child. <laughs> Never trust your mother again. Yeah. Oh, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody oh, actually told this starts. kid that his mom is dead? Nope, not yet. No, he he said that um his mother had left for a moment. He didn't want to break the kid right away. Okay. Well, it, she'll probably like shake her finger at the student. Tell him the truth. Tell him quickly, so it can't come back and grab grab him that way again. Uh, he says, are you sure that's wise? He seems to be rather frail at the moment. Stronger than you think. He'll be okay. He nods. Very well. I'll take your opinion into consideration. Uh, she, gets, she pats the boy on the head. And some be big and strong. And sends him off. He nods. He says, I'm gonna be big and strong like you, Jewel. Uh, and she gives him a very toothy grin. Uh, he does his best impression of you as he, like, shows teeth. He shows all his teeth. Um, Learn to uh, bury your teeth, small child. <laughs> and uh, he takes Kid Lat by the arm, uh, or by the hand, and the two walk off uh, into the afternoon. He kind of, like, looks at the others. I hope we didn't send him off with another shapeshifter. Yeah, hopefully. It would be awkward. Yeah. Oma's like, I I hope so too. Uh, but, I mean, we can't act like everyone's a shapeshifter, can we? Kind of like looks at the others, gives them like, you know, the side eye, like... <laughs> That's a <laughs> sus thing to say, Oma. <laughs> Everyone attacks Oma. Oma, grows wings. Give me the boy! <laughs> Sorry, Deanne, we killed Oma. We thought she was a shapeshifter. <laughs> That's going to be my go-to. I'm just going to say that all the time now. Give me the boy! <laughs> As your enemies constantly grow wings. <clears throat> okay, so... Providing we actually get a second to collect ourselves and... Yes. Um, it is all and, calm uh, and quiet. There's some food there that Bagwis has brought you all beauty uh and eating um so the west uh rosebud you were you were chittering on about the west um 
I recall we did have the man talking about some sort of direction or, or creatures to the west. Uh, Oma or Jewel, uh, maybe even actually Rosebud yourself, if you get that compass out, were we just going west with those creatures? Were the, was that the direction we were heading? Um, at, at this point, have I found paper? <laughs> oh yes. Uh, go ahead and make. Get uh, out on a table. <laughs> go ahead and make an investigation check for me. Oh, no, not perception. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. you can't ask anyone. Searching for something. You're searching <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> see <laughs> a disaster of a rat man. <laughs> you are sort of skittering uh, throughout the first uh, floor. Uh, and you see what is very clearly a, a pile of uh, a ledger with uh, loose bound um, paper there, oh, no. and and you think to yourself, mm-hmm. and then you see Bagwis like returning with a tray of food, and you're like, never mind. <laughs> you scuttle off, um, and you run upstairs, and you rifle through people's things, uh, <laughs> and you don't find any paper. All right, <laughs> I guess I'll come back down. Um, no. it, where's Where's Bagwis right now? Like, is Bagwis he is he's sort of on the uh in the walkway. So like, there's like an entrance to the inn, and then there's like the innkeeper's room that is separated by like a counter, and then like there's a stairwell going up, and then like there's a, a an an archway um, that leads into like a common room where people eat. Um, okay. And he's sort of hanging out by that archway, while the rest of your party is is uh, sitting down at a table and munching on food and talking amongst themselves. Okay. Um. I'm. I'm so sorry about Bagwis's table. <laughs> I'm gonna run over to where the group is, and carve into it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna start carving into it. Okay. I think uh, right next to Jewel, because I've tried with Geth. Geth, Geth ain't figuring it out. I'm going to Jewel. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, I just want to call this out. Um, you might have some form of like charcoal, just on the sense of your character having burning stuff. You might be able to use that to write as all. Well. I was getting that. Oma has charcoal as well. I think she specifically has charcoal. She made a mention of it. Yeah, she has charcoal and chalk. Uh, all right. As, I'll, I'll... I mean, if sorry, Jewel has been with Rosebud more than anybody else. Would she know? Like, this is a thing that happens occasionally. Jewel would a hundred percent know that he probably blasphemed again, and that's why he's not talking and acting weird. <laughs> I mean, I think the implication was. Geth knows, but he's not getting the beat that he's laying down. <laughs> like, Jewel, Jewel will help him get some paper and a pen. <laughs> Thank she, you. She yeah. like she like sees him start to like try carving into the wood, and she's like, "No, stop that! I'll I'll get you something to write on." <laughs> don't, uh, don't go breaking the inn's furniture. <laughs> I cast mend on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the the claw marks slowly start to disappear. 
Um, the, uh, I mean, Oma, she looks up at you and says, if you need something, I've got chalk. Uh, Rosebud nods excitedly. And, uh, he'll, he'll take the chalk and do some chalk. Um, have you given me paper, Jewel? Have you found paper? She'd probably... Do you want an investigation check for Jewel to go find some paper? <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I'm writing on the table. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Certainly, you can do that. Okay, 20. Okay. Uh, you go upstairs uh, and you find an empty book in the very first room that you look in, in the very first drawer that you open up. Uh, and you just kind of shake your head and think, wow, this was easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, dang it. <laughs> if only I wasn't completely inept. <laughs> she just brings it down and like, sets it in front of him and you're like, okay. Uh, he immediately starts scribbling in his terrible chicken scratch. I accidentally blasphemed again. Cannot talk. Miria says go west. Best for all of us. We must go west. Kind of like looks at the nose. Just shrugs. Like, okay. Sure. Uh, what is west from here? I guess actually I would know okay amounts just sort of being my backstory of traitor. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. absolutely know, but you are um, so you are on the south eastern, you're in the southeastern portion of the Shimmering Isles. Um, you know that east of you is the ocean, south of you is Parate, um, and then southwest of you is the Tamim Sand Dunes, west of you is um, Galicia, uh, and then northwest of you is the island of Perth. And then due north, you'll run into eventually, um, you'll run into Borden Lao. And you'll also run into Kiev and you'll run into Isamor. And uh, I guess what I'm getting at is like the Shimmering Isles. It's it's large and it's populated. And there so are plenty of other places to be looking inside the Shimmering Isles. Okay, like, so to the west wouldn't necessarily mean, like, it's a ocean and we need to cross the ocean. It would potentially have something more to the west of us, is what I was getting at. Uh, there are other places in the Shimmering Isles that do constitute the idea of westward, yes. Oh, okay, that's exactly what I was getting at. So, um, oh, okay, uh, Rosebud, uh, yes, I mean, we have nothing better to go off of, and I believe... Though we're not necessarily directly tied to uh, Perite right now. Uh, sorry, to this town to uh, to find them. If we can do anything while we're going along our normal business, that'll be great. So uh, I guess we could set out tomorrow. I was kind of twitching. Like, if we're going west, we could just head to, you know, the port and catch the first ship headed out. Sure, we can find somebody headed west. She just literally, she's just like, you know, she's just gonna hop on, like, the first boat headed westerly direction, like, that's the extent of her planning. She, she's not like, okay, well, we want to go visit this port now. First boat headed that direction. 
I think Rosebud would be right on board with you because he's probably used to doing this with you. That's just like their thing. That's just how they travel. It's like, oh, we're headed that general direction. Okay, first boat we can find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guess and, probably uh, the one to be like, okay, wait, but we don't want to be at the little town that it's going to. We want to go to the next big town. But there's a boat right there, and it's headed west. <laughs> Yeah, heading west to fish for the day comes back in. Uh, uh-huh. uh, Lavender, how are you holding up? And Oma, uh, like, we definitely should rest, even though it's just a little bit earlier in the afternoon. And we did say tomorrow morning we were going to meet up and discuss the Bakanawa with uh, some of the village elders. Yes, I, I agree. I think... Um... Definitely running on fumes here. So yeah, as long as everyone else... Like, do, does Rosebud and Jewel want to leave right now? Oh no, it, Jewel's very... She's excited to sleep. Yeah, Rosebud will write down again, uh, rest, then go, and then just nod. Okay. Yeah. He's not interested in killing you all. <laughs> I'm assuming Oma is uh, on board, so yeah, we'll we'll do that, I guess. I, I can't recall. I know she was doing some blacksmithing stuff with the mirror, which she already got done. Oma says, um, I will go later today, just getting some uh, knitting needles done. Yeah, they will be done by this evening. Okay, so yeah. Rest and recoup as best we can. <laughs> All right, so you guys want to go right into a long rest and yes. <laughs> leave at night? Because you'll essentially be waking up at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I mean, it's it's starting to get like late afternoon, right? I mean, not really. This whole this whole thing, uh, it's like probably like 2 o'clock. We'll, we'll rest on the boat is what I'm hearing. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I fear your... this town is untrustworthy. <laughs> Rest now. <laughs> Jewel okay. will probably just spend some, like, downtime, like, you know, relaxing. She'll probably spend some time just sitting in the uh, the inn, playing some music, and just, like, decompressing a little bit, because after, like, all the stress of, like, oh, we gotta run here and kill this thing and save children, and she's just, like, lax music. If, if we're going to set out, like, as soon as we wake, then, uh, potentially, maybe I'll go try to track down the information on the Bacchanawa now. Uh, even sure, though I did say like we'd to go tomorrow. Yeah. Because that's the only thing sort of holding us up now for this particular town. Okay. Um, Maybe Oma or Lavender could join me if they have nothing to do. Yeah, I can I can join. Sounds good. Uh, Lavender will... Or excuse me, Oma will... Uh, you know, rest. with her needles? She will, she will... Well, that's going to be done a little bit later today. So she's going to rest. She's going to say, I am... Rather tired. I've taken many punches to the face today. I think that some rest is in order. And uh, she squirrels herself away for eight hours, so I don't have to roleplay her anymore. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> By the way, this is a random question. Um, 
as as we've been through like this, I don't think we've ever been in the main city, right? We've just been through some of the like exterior villages. Is that correct? Uh, you made port in Lagoot, which is the main village. Uh, but you didn't spend too long there before uh, you were uh, <clears throat> before you were accosted, not accosted, but you were enlisted, I should say, to make your way to Cali Pippet. So you've only spent like a day or two in Lagoot. Which is as, the main port on Inupukat Island. Which the as he's on. kind of um, just observing people watching, um, does the culture of the Shimmering Isles is, is is there like a culture of like tattoos or like tribal tattoos or anything like that? Uh, yes, there is a big culture of tattoos, um, especially the women. Uh, the women will tend to get a ceremonial tattoo. Uh, to enter womanhood, and then each year afterwards, generally, uh, it will be like single black bands on a, a part of their body to sort of mark each year that passes. Um, men will often get, uh, tribal tattoos that mark, uh, feats that they have, but they don't, they don't tie themselves to age or anything like that. Um, but yes, there is definitely a tattooing culture that is okay. dominant. So, Absolutely. um, it doesn't have to happen now, but, uh, as we're just kind of out and about, um, passively, uh, Lavender would be curious to know if, uh, there is anyone there who deals in, like, magical tattoos? Magical tattoos, uh, yes. So, like a uh, like a mad tattoo that would give you like a, pl- a bonus, like on critical roll or something like that. Yeah. So I I think uh, in Tasha's. Uh, yeah, that's where he it's a bunch of like magic tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, just something he he would be curious about. Absolutely. Um, as you walk by, you you do notice that there is a uh, older lady. Um, She's sort of a, a croon, and she uh, is sort of, um, you know, hunched over, and she's on her porch, um, smoking a long wooden, like, corn cob pipe, essentially. Uh, she's got an eye patch, uh, and she's just covered pretty much from the neck down uh, in various tattoos. Uh, and then uh, there's a sign uh, on her door, um that says um, tattoos. It says inks, uh, inks, um, inks, and and markings. Cool. Um, he might check that out after uh, we do sure. gets uh, research. Sure. So you head to the uh, council room. Um, you and uh, may I ask what you were doing? Uh, Rosebud, you're the only one not accounted for. Uh, Rosebud will, uh, f- first of all, looks like, uh, um, Jewel would like me to fill the ring. So I'll fill her spell slot ring with one bless. Okay. Uh, and then I will, uh, probably go back up to my room and sort of, like, repent a little bit. <laughs> so that sure. by tomorrow morning I'll be able to speak again. Sure. Okay. So you two find solace in um, solitude. Uh, and so the two of you, Lavender and Geth, head over to the ceremonial house. Um, 
it is, like I said, two, three o'clock now. Um, and as you pass by the ceremonial house, you notice that there's a large crowd gathered, uh, in a side house that's rather small, um, and humble. There's nothing on the outside, at least, that, uh, denotes any sort of prominence or purpose. Um, but you just notice there's a crowd there. And they're all kind of just waiting around, peeking inside, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, at this point, my intent is just to gather the information we need before we set out. So I'll uh, approach the the building and see if I can find um, in-game notes. Uh, Sambagueda or anyone else that we know that's sort of more of a council-y member situation. I honestly can't remember who said specifically they would give us the information on um, the Bakanawa. But. Um, so you approach uh, the crowd then, or you approach the council building? I'll, I'll approach the crowd first just to see what they're doing. Okay. Uh, probably something to do with the kids and entombment, of course. Um, yeah. But as long as that's true, I will then approach the building. Yeah, you uh, see that uh, you at least hear whispered murmurs that this is in fact the um, the home uh, where they the ceremonial house where they prepare the bodies of the dead, um, and there are uh, people there to pay their respects. Um, in the matter, it's a very large gathering, uh, at least in terms of, you know, um, what you, as the streets were empty before, um, you think that perchance this is where many of them went, if they aren't working. Um, and you see uh, outside of the ceremonial house uh, is a um, is a woman, uh, and she is uh, she is Sampaguida. She had said that to you that she had um, to go to the ceremonial house to mourn. You can uh, grab I'll her, ob- though. I'll observe just for a moment, making sure that she's not doing any official duties, uh, like leading anything, which doesn't sound like she is, but um, mm-hmm. maybe after... I don't know, even half an hour of people gathering and, and doing their things, I will um, try to catch her attention subtly, uh, whether that just be like with a wave or, you know, flash something in front of her vision to, to catch her eye, and I'll just sort of motion over to ask her to come over. Uh, yeah, and you do so, and she does. She uh, finishes her time in mourning, um, and she walks over to you, and, and she says, um, Ah, yes, Geth. Uh, I know that we were meeting in the morning. Um, are you here to join us for the funeral that will happen later this evening? Um, I may I may uh, possibly stop by, but at this point there was just some more complications. Uh, the boy Edwin, Edsel, uh, they were spirited away, but we've managed to retrieve them by the uh, and and slay the uh, creatures that Tianak 
um, that that had spirited him away through some deception uh, impersonating his deceased mother. Uh, so I fill her in on all of that stuff, and um, uh, Sempaquita, I'm afraid that uh, we may be setting out late or even early in the morning compared to what we originally planned. We passed uh, Edsel over to Kidlat, and uh, we're just hoping to gather any more information that we might help your town's ply- plot uh, predicament while we are continuing on uh, westward, it seems. Uh, she nods solemnly. She says, I, I understand. Um, I have mourned enough uh, for my conscience. Um, I think it is time I step away and do what I can and help how I can. Thank you. And I'll uh, follow her lead with, uh, I assume it sounded like uh, Lavender, you were sort of looking around town instead of coming with me? No, no, no. I, I'm with oh. you. I was just making note of that. Ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Tattoo place for on the way back. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I'll uh, follow her lead wherever she goes, and if she's just standing in the street and talking, I'll talk about and question whatever she knows about the Bacchanawa. I'll say which direction the uh, Tayanak hook head cell. Uh, and see if there's any significance there for, like, again, north, south, east, west. Uh, sure. Uh, it went inland, um, eastward inland, um, so southeastern. Um, she doesn't make any note of prominence about where that direction might lead. She's just as in the dark as you are. Um, but she says, I don't know too much about the Bakanawa, but I know someone who does. Um, you remember... Um, you remember uh, Lagaya, Kulumbarit, Jejumar's grandmother, your guide? Yes. She's... She sort of hesitates a bit of, you know, the town storyteller, and she has passed on stories of the Bacchanawa before. Um, perhaps, I think your the information you're seeking lies there. If you were to, if you wanted to expedite um, this meeting, uh, perhaps we can seek her out, um, as opposed to some of the others who are busy at the moment. Certainly, that would be uh, most wise, I will follow your lead. I understand. Uh, and she takes you uh, to Lagaya's uh, house, which is a simple, you know, one uh, one room um, wooden timber building. Um, you see her uh, leaning against a walking stick on the front porch as she's just sort of sitting down uh, on a stool. Um, Stampa Guida uh, walks up to her and gives her a respectful gesture. Um, Lagaya, um, these people here, they have questions about the Bakanawa, and I thought to bring them to your doorstep in hopes that you can enlighten them. Hello again, uh, Lagaya. Uh, Apologies to meet you in such dire 
times again. I believe this is the same one we actually had some information from her on the Tyanak before, right? Yeah, she she was the one that gave you the information on the Mananangal and, yeah. and the Ty and, and the Tyanak. So yeah. she she uh says Yes, I it is okay. This old woman uh is want for company of late. So please come take a seat. She there's like a, a you know a couple uh rocking chairs there on the front porch with her. She says, "Can I get you anything to drink?" Uh yes, kindly. I am a little parched and I indicate my burns. Friends. <laughs> she nods. She looks at you, um Lavender. Lavender, you're sassing. Uh, water. Nice. Uh, so Ligaya uh, uh, nods, and then she doesn't get up. She just looks at Sempaguita, and Sempaguita kind of just sighs <laughs> and says, Okay, yes, I will. Uh, puts her back up against the uh, um, front. There. As, uh, so, you want to know about uh, that? I, yeah, it appears so well. We were pursuing the the children. The creature. Yeah. Is the discreet well the Bacchanala is she pauses perhaps I should start at the beginning because the Bacchanala is a rather rare creature Certainly, I will uh, commit as much as I can to memory. I need some good stories for the road. She um, takes out like a long piece of chalk and she starts to draw on the floor. And she says, uh, A long time ago, there was... A wonderful woman said to be the most beautiful woman in all of the Shimmering Isles. Her hair was filled with radiant splendor that glittered like silver, and her slender frame was faultless. No wrinkles, no pimples, none of that that makes us human. She sort of laughed. And she says, um, 
And day in and day out, this woman, Dim Salang was her name, would receive suitors from all over the islands with boats of gold and boats of silver and boats of trinkets and baubles that would sway any person to take their hand in marriage. But one by one, Dim Salang sent them off, uninterested in their feats or their belongings or their acts of love. Or Dim Salang had her eyes upward, ever upward. She, you see, Fadim uh, Salong was in love with the moon. She would go to Bulkong, the volcano, in the center of the Shimmering Isles. And she would mount its top, and she would sing to the moon in hopes that it will one day return her affection. For many years, she would travel to Bulkong and weave wonderful songs that would, that were said to last hours upon turn into days and weeks turned into months and months turned into years and she grew bitter. Her parents grew impatient. The years went on and she understood that she could not sing forever. And as that realization dawned on her, her heart turned away from love and instead turned into anger. So she beseeched Bull Kong, a god known for rage, to help her with her plight. And she threw herself in the mouth of Bull Kong and rose again as a massive blue serpent. And she, in her new form, sought to eat the moon in her rage. If she could not have the moon, then no one could. And it is said that she is still out there, trying to make her way to the moon, swimming these waters, planning, uh, and every 100 years, the moon goes dark. And it is said that it is Dim Salong jumping from the ocean to try and reach the moon. You see, uh, you speak of finding the Bakanawa, but the Bakanawa is just a story of unrequited love 
and the danger that it possesses. I'm not entirely sure. where you might find it. So it was not an entity in oneself, it was more of an abstract. She says, well, depending on who you ask, I suppose. I, uh, I wonder if maybe if I speak to someone who's not of the islands, perhaps they take our folklore as just that, folklore because it's not stealing their children in the middle of the night. Perhaps the Bakanawa does exist, but I do not know where to find it. Mm. She says, uh, but there, there could be another. Are you um, familiar with the great giants of the Shimmering Isles. I cannot say that I have crossed any giant's path in, in that respect. I mean, I do hear stories on the road, but I have not serviced the Shimmering Isles exclusively for some time. Of course. Well, um... It is said that there are giants in the heartlands of the island. Trickster giants that uh, are said to be relatively harmless, aside from pranks that they play on children. Um... But it is said that if you impress these giants, that they will tell you, they will give you what your heart most desires. So perhaps if you can find one of these giants, impress them, they might be able to tell you where the Bakanawa is. Uh, that's uh, that's a wonderful story and uh, some useful information for uh, for a bit of a riddle if I would say so I'll, yes uh, the, uh, the Lagoot uh, tribes say that there is a giant um, somewhere uh, in on the island of Balikota. Balikota. All right. Yeah, Balikota. Perhaps you head that way. Which how, uh, um, how far <laughs> is Balikota? So, uh, Balikota is the main. Island, um, or not? Okay, it's it's one of the main islands. Um, there are, if you take a look at the Shimmering Isles on the map, um, there are 
seven islands uh, there. Seven large islands. Um, so, uh, from the top, there's Islas del Pointiente, the island of the west. is the small one on the top. There's Toroso de Lazaro, which is the one right here, in the underneath that one. And uh, the third one is uh, Kanka Batokak. And the fourth one is uh, Dininangat, right here. Uh, and this one over here is uh, Panay. But the largest one over here is Balikota. Where are we right now? You are on Inipukan Island, which is a small island uh, south of Panay. So you are what is essentially somewhere underneath this west, this easternmost island. Okay. So would that then be west to uh, Balikota? It, it is a direction, yeah. It's west of... Sure. Mm. Uh, thank you. Um, I appreciate the information and... Uh... We will I'll be setting off shortly here. Um, I'll see here. Just a second. If I have anything. I'll, uh, I don't have it written down necessarily, but I'll pull out uh, some form of my, like, essentially a spice sample pack from my uh, my traveling uh, and just uh, give it over to her and say, I I am trying to rebuild some of my uh, merchant trade, and this is some of the the spices for which I've uh, I've acquired. You go ahead and see if you can get any solace in in food or delectables uh, over the next little while, and we'll we'll make our way away. So basically giving a small gift as I leave. Or um, the woman accepts um, gracefully. Um, They uh, sorry, I'm trying to find something in my notes here. That's okay. No worries. Uh, well, you're looking. Um, if it's not too much bother talking over, we can plan a little bit uh, on the ring of storage there, Josh and Leah. Um, mm-hmm. You guys see all the stuff there? Like, I do also have third level spells if you decided to use something and take care of it and use something else. Maximilian might be useful if none of you use concentration usually. Um, um, just I'm to block someone else. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, the ring is for Lavender, so uh, Wes, is there anything you want? Because we, we talked earlier about filling it with Spirit Shroud for the extra damage. Um, but is there anything from Ryan's list that you'd like? Bull's uh... also got some extra magic still, so if you want to detect magic... 
Dissonant Whispers, Healing Word, or Longstrider for first level, or Silence or Enhanceability for the second level spells. I think Armor Bagathis could be cool, since he'll be up close. Yeah, you want me to fill that with a level two of that when we get back? Yeah, sure, that works. That'll be that'll be ten temp HP. It is technically temp HP, so it might uh, not join nicely with your um, boldening, emboldening, but uh, just be aware of that. It does do the damage. That or sh- oh, actually shield, because my armor class is so low. A couple of those. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do that later. Yeah, that works. Are you sure you want to give this to me, Josh? Because yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily there need is- it. There is nothing I can give buff wise that, like, through Tulip that is better than this. <laughs> so, because normally Spirit Shroud can only be cast on yourself. So, it's only a sort of buff I can give through the ring. And there's no one that it would be better on than a monk with Flurry of Blows. Is it concentration? Uh, let me just double check. It is... Yes, it is concentration. If you don't want it, that's fine. I just thought it would be probably pretty good for you. So... No, uh, no, I'll take it. I just don't want to take it away from from anyone else. Oh, no, no, no. You have to remember, this is literally Josh choosing to buff Mm. you in this manner and making it work, so... Okay, yeah. You can always treat it as, like, you'll need it back, but this is the most sense-making for what we've got at this level. <laughs> Just remember, it could be, uh, because, it could be on loan from Tulip. <laughs> because Lavender is putting on an article of clothing, you must remove one from your, your purse. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I like make it like a fancy chain or something? You know, <laughs> It's a ring! It's a ring! Is it really clothing? <laughs> <sighs> Any luck oh. on your note-finding? <laughs> Yeah, I was in letting you guys finish your conversation. Okay, cool. Um, so, as you uh, take leave, uh, she says, um, in regards uh, to the Capri, uh, which uh, Sempa Guida just leans in and she says, uh, those are the giants. And she says, uh, Lagaya, she says, um, as I said before, they are tricksters, and they don't often like to be seen, unless they will it so. So, keep an eye out for the large ancient trees, listen for the laughter, and follow the smell of tobacco smoke. And you just might find them. Writing that down. Uh, yes, thank you uh, again for the wise words. And uh, I'll uh, make my way away. He nods. He says, Good luck finding that who lusts after the moon. It has never been done before. Speaking of, of that, and we can do this after we leave, but um, because Lavender's goddess, Elistre, has a connection with the moon. Would it be possible for him to maybe, like, 
try and like pray for some guidance or ask for help to see if there's something. Maybe maybe when it's things. maybe when it's later oh. tonight and the moon's up, there was. Yeah. Be yeah, like a stronger moon connection. Certainly not a bad moon idea. being. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, you can certainly beseech uh, the goddess of the moon. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. You need some of course, I I can't. I can't, you know before one. I can't give you everything. Oh, no, of course, <laughs> you know? but I, I was you know like there's the moon connection, so you know. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Gotta try it. No, please. Yeah. I encourage you. In this world. Um, I'm not really playing by like the traditional divine beings are locked behind a gate and they can't really interact. Like that's in the world that I am weaving. There's a much more direct hand to some of these divine beings. So uh, also I'd like to throw out there. I don't plan like, cause I know you let me commune as well. So I just want to say, I don't plan to like abuse that or anything. Oh, of course, but I mean, obviously, I just, I gave you yeah. a compass that pointed west, that's, I mean, that could be interpreted many different ways, it's not like I'm... I interpret like it I'm, as, go west, young man, go west. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> well, I mean, you literally asked for a direction, so... Yeah. <laughs> it gave you one. I got a very literal <laughs> direction. Yeah. I, I would like to also state our previous campaign had a very many insights and into uh gods so you definitely haven't changed your view of how gods are working in this world between one and two it's all very linear um on that regard i I still feel so bad for for poor uh annalise every time you try to connect with your god you're all bad nope now her religion that was just non-existent (laughs) uh yeah and then she died (laughs) yep Rest in we peace. all died. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, so heading back, um, sort of doing what we just discussed out loud there. So someone needed... How many more shields can go into that ring uh, at this point? Or what, what are we about? It would be two. Because uh, Spirit Shard is a level three. So there's two slots left. Okay, I will do two shields in there then. Uh, would you Would you rather the shield or the shield of faith? Oh, we should do one of each. But is it concentration? That's the whole point. Uh, shield of Faith would be concentration, yes. I'd say oh, just two shields, then. Yeah. Just shield? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to put the offer out there. I'm just going to mark my spell slots down. Um, and then the you other... You said you had an extra shield for my ring? Yeah, that's exactly what I was catching. You just need one? I, I have... I just Actually, have I'll take some... two... No, I'll just take one, because I, I want to wait until you've got Shield of Faith again, and steal one of those. You want to just Two shields, have it a blessing, anyway a sanctuary since we're resting? Right now. Like, I can just put it in and then you can waste it if you want to fill it with something else later. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, okay, so just have it topped up for the night and then we can... Okay, so I just have to do some stuff here that you guys don't need to worry about, so... And, and how many like how many shields of faith do you want in the ring in the morning? Just yeah. one for now, because I've got okay. the other. The other one I replaced with bless. Okay, sorry, we're getting we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I suppose we haven't had the long rest yet. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm using my resources. Is all I just needed to make sure that I mark them off. Because, um, like, yeah, okay, shields. I've wow, spent four shields. Really bad. 
Uh, that's two on each ring, it sounds like. Okay. Okay. So, you guys all, uh, oh, well, excuse me, Lavender, do you seek out that tattoo artist? Yes, I would love to seek her out. If, if everyone's done for the day. Yeah, I'm done for the day. I'll go with you, since we're probably just heading back on the way. Okay, sure. yeah. So you uh, see this woman who is uh, most likely the town tattooer. Um, she's still there, smoking her long pipe, fidgeting a finger underneath an eye patch. She clocks you as you approach. Uh, yeah, he just kind of bows respectfully. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if he's noticed any, like, greetings since he's been here, like, any body language or anything they they do uh, as a show of respect, but uh, he would try and emulate um, anything like that if, if you were to see that from their time in the uh, villages. Sure. Uh, and she appreciates the gesture as you do what you assume is a respectful greeting to an elderly, to an elder. Um, and she says, uh, ah, the outsiders come to help our children. What, uh, do you need of of old Amina, Tagalokid. Yes, um, well, I've long admired uh, many of the, the tattoos I've seen here, and I've I've heard stories of tattoos embedded with with magic, um, even ones that amplified one's own. In a in a strength, uh, you know, their own fists in in combat, um, and was wondering if this was something you you um, have knowledge of. Um, and then Pedro, I, I can kind of link uh, what he's specifically looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar, uh, but certainly link. I'm familiar with the concepts uh, and the ideas. But certainly, give me a link of what specifically uh, you want. Um, this Eldridge Claw tattoo. Yeah, it's an uncommon magic item. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, these are really cool. 15 feet away from you? Jesus. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Although, these are unarmed strikes. Yes, yeah, well, so his, his, um, his astral arms count as unarmed strikes. Would it work? If you tattoo your skin... Would that technically affect the unarmed strikes of your astral projections, though? 
I'm just going by the, um... So his spectral arms would then be, you know, like, it would change the form of his spectral arms, maybe. Maybe. This is a cool idea. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just trying to figure out the mechanics of it. The question is, when he's using his gauntlets, though, are those still technically unarmed strikes, or is he using the, uh, gauntlets to strike? Yeah, no, they're not unarmed strikes, right? That's why I ask. Yeah, no, it, it amplifies his unarmed strikes, and then for astral monks, um, it says you can use the spectral arms to make unarmed strikes, so they are considered unarmed strikes. Okay, so the tattoo would help your astral arms, but not your actual fists with the uh, gauntlets on. Well, the gauntlets also amplify the unarmed strikes. It's so. a stacking thing is what you're getting at, right, Wes? It's like yeah. having less end another boon on. You can still roll it higher or whatever. Yeah. It's essentially having... That's a good example here. I'm trying to think of like a dagger plus one and then another thing that gives you bonus on attack. But I can't think of any other... I guess a tattoo. So, that, yeah. I, maybe like a... Like a an amulet that gives you a plus one on attack rolls, but then also say, um, Jules Sunblade thing that also gives one d eight. I guess that's yeah. not the same. It's it's pretty similar though. Because well, like so, yeah. anyway, I'm I'm trying to figure out this. Um, it says, <sighs> hmm, this is a. I, if your attunement to the tattoo ends, the tattoo vanishes, and the needle reappears in your space. I am very confused at this. By the way, to attune um, to this item, you hold the needle to your skin where you want the tattoo to appear, pressing the needle through the attunement process. When the attunement is complete, the needle turns into the ink that becomes the tattoo, which appears on the skin. It's permanent, right? Unless you... I unattuned to it for other items. How could you unattune to a tattoo, though? Because it's a magic item. That's yeah, the whole it, thing. Attuning, item. yeah, you're unattuning to the magic, not necessarily the... Uh... The tattoo. The tat- yeah, it just essentially takes the form of a tattoo. Think of it, it as a, a mythical sharpie. So, yeah, there you go. The, the, needle, the, the, the needle is what's magic. magic. Is what it... That's what it and sounds then, like. And then it's just adding to your skin so like someone couldn't steal it from you, for example. It's like a permanent yeah. fixture on yourself that someone would have to like dispel magic to make it come off of your skin. Well, so, okay. When you strike with the gauntlet, it is not unarmed striked, correct? It is an un- unarmed strike. It is um, an unarmed strike. So, so my astral arms are considered unarmed strikes. Right, right, I know that, but yes. do you only attack with your astral arms? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And the gauntlets amplify your unarmed strikes. And if the yes. gauntlets can amplify your unarmed strikes, and I've allowed that, then it also makes sense that I would allow the tattoo to also amplify your unarmed strikes. That makes sense to me. Sure, I can I can allow that. Um, yeah, I like the idea that. Okay, um, so this would stack. 
This would stack, this would be a plus one bonus to your attack and damage rolls with your unarmed strikes. Uh, and this was considered magical. But, if I'm not mistaken, your attacks were considered magical anyways? Question yes, mark? they're already magical. Right. Um, so this is largely just for the plus one bonus. Okay. As yeah. a bonus action, you can empower the tattoo, uh, and you can do a 15, yeah, as increased tendrils. In addition, your melee attacks deal one extra d6 force damage to a hit. Once That's used, this action cannot be used, so you can only do it once a yes. day. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, so that would essentially mean you're... You have you don't have any attack bonuses, if I'm not mistaken, with your gauntlets. No. Those are no. just those are just damage bonuses. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, that seems kosher to me. Um I'm okay with it. Um So I yeah, I like the idea that maybe uh you know, you t- you tattoo your arms and then maybe I guess the astral arms are also tattooed too. As, as like a way of, I don't know, translating. It's like it's projection. Translating. Yeah. It's a projection. Like it makes sense. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. She. So. Uh. The tattoo artist Mina. Uh. She says. Um. Uh, yes, I've heard of this art. Uh. It is a. Serious endeavor. Only the greatest of us, among us, have been able to master it. I myself, though, am not one of them. However, uh, my master, my tattoo, the person I uh, learned tattooing under, he, uh, excuse me, uh, she, um does in fact do these um tattoos which you speak of. But she is all the way over in Lagoot, unfortunately. And Lagoot is the uh the nearest the largest town. city, the port town that you came into. Okay. She cool. says uh there isn't really much need to for magical tattoos uh, here in this village, so I never learned it, and I had never need of it, but Lagoot is a different story. Perhaps I you can find her if you make make your way over in that direction. Of course. Thank you. And uh, what what was your uh, your master's name again? Her name was Talu Dimendal. Demandal. She, um. She's much older than I am. She's half elvish of the stock that came in uh, during the times of. during the, uh. the times of troubles that they had, um, all those centuries ago. Um. He is said to be sought out by people from all over the islands for her magical tattoos, but in truth, I have never seen her give one. Um, 
And she didn't speak of it often. Perhaps she shrugs. Uh, you can find out for yourself whether or not she has that ability. Yes, uh, thank you for that information. Um, much appreciated, and uh, I would still love to um, garner your services. Um, and then he just kind of asks her if there's like a symbol of good luck in uh, the Shimmering Isles, and if she would, if she wouldn't mind uh, placing it on him. Sure. Uh, she nods and she takes a long draw from her pipe and and says, "Yes, there are many symbols for good luck and good fortune here. I can show you a few, and mm, so I can get it on your skin. Where would you like it, young man?" And she looks you up and down and says, "Well, young, young, young. I'm not quite sure what you are." <laughs> she sort of just. Goblin. Puffs on our pipe. <laughs> oh. I have never tattooed a goblin before. She sort of smiles. And she says, this will be very interesting. So where do you want the tattoo? It's a good question. Um, I'm assuming he'll keep his arms free for the, sure. the magical tattoo. So maybe like Judge Ramp stamps. his chest or his back. One of the two. <laughs> Whatever makes sense aesthetically. Sure. Shoulders yeah. or I mean, something. It's up, to you. it's up to you. So, I mean, we could say that it's like, um, you know, you can get like a large script, you know, that maybe like is the size of like, uh, you know, the diameter of like a coffee mug, maybe something like that. That sound good? Right on yeah. the pack. Yeah. Just bigger or... yeah. I just chest. find it so funny. Wherever his heart is, I guess, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, sure. That's cool. I find it so funny the the, the idea of uh, Lavender having a tramp stamp for good luck. <laughs> like, well, it's on his chest, but yeah, I know, I know where it actually is. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty funny. Okay, uh, yeah. So uh, she ushers you into the hut and. Um, you see that she has a couple different, uh, you know, uh, drawings and sketches on the walls and in little booklets. And um, you see she has her tools there set up on a mat, and you lay down, and she basically takes what you know she takes this mallet, you know, and then this large needle, um, and yeah, she basically just hammer and chisels uh, ink into you, um. The old-fashioned way, with elbow grease and lots of sweat, and I'll uh, I'll hold Lavender's hand with my mage hand. <laughs> then, not yeah. your not your real hand, but your mage. No, hand. no, my my real hand's <laughs> occupied not holding his hand. <laughs> once once that's uh, finished, before we go back, I think he's just gonna try and look for like chocolates or other like snacks to just stockpile. Um, yeah. You could find some at the general store. Just, you know, in case he sees any other orphans or, you know, maybe the giants like chocolate. Uh, maybe? Yeah. All right. Okay. So. All right. Uh, so, Lavender, you 
Get a tattoo for good luck uh, right there on your chest above your heart. You're pretty pleased. She's very good at what she does. Uh, as old as she is, her hands don't shake. She has not a tremor in her body. Um, and it takes a few hours, um, but it is done nonetheless. Uh, and you. Her, her name was Mina? Yes, her name was Amina. I'll drop the names in the chat. Okay, cool. In the in-game notes. Oh, yeah. cool. uh, that way, yeah, if you ever meet the master, she can... Oh, jeez. Uh, that sucks. That sucks. Oh, no. Yeah, that sucks. Okay. Well, uh, that's alright. I was winding down anyways. Um, so, that's fine. But yeah, you guys uh, find some chocolates. We'll say the chocolates only cost you like a copper. Cool. Uh, and the tattoo costs you a gold. Sounds good. Okay. And that's probably exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you guys make your way back to the inn, and I'm assuming it's at that point, after you've settled in, you will take your long rest. Right? Yep. Sounds good, but that being said, I'll pick up some form of blank journal uh, and and something to to write in. I'll grab a couple blank journals and something to write with. uh, That could just cost you, you know, like a two copper for two journals and some ink and... and Sounds good. I'll uh, mark two coppers. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, Yeah, so you guys uh, find yourselves towards the later half of uh, the afternoon and actually towards the evening now. It's been a couple hours and um, everyone's settled in and ready for sleep, and um, it takes you all easily. And that is where we will end the session. Tomorrow we will pick it back up with maybe you heading towards Lagoot to find a boat off the island, perhaps? We're, we're going to sleep in the afternoon, right? Is that correct? Say again, we're sleeping yes, in the I, afternoon. I and figured going... you were sleeping in the afternoon and then taking a boat overnight. Okay. To yes. wherever you decide to go. Because I believe you wanted to do something at night, right, Wes? Yeah, with the moon. Oh, yes. We yes. can wait until next yeah, session. We'll, we'll wait until next session. So, But uh, I'm going to assume yeah. that you guys are going to head towards Lagoot now. Because that is probably where you're going to have the easiest time finding a ship off the island. Oh, really? Oh, we wouldn't be, oh I see. Okay. I mean, unless smaller villages, right? Huh? They wouldn't have those in the smaller villages. Yeah, they're not going to have a boat that'll take you off the island in the smaller village. Exactly. You're going to have to head into like a port town for that. Oh, cool. I guess he'll meet her hopefully sooner than than later. Mm Hmm. Uh, Were we burdened with such sorrows that we finally garnered our? Hero's exposition power and leveled up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how general anime and comic books work. Once yeah. you're defeated so hard, you get more powerful. Exactly. In the same way. The emotional damage makes us stronger. 
Uh, anyway. You're almost there. Thank you. So, don't worry. I think, I think a level up will be coming soon. So. Alright. Hunt more, what was it, hornets or whatever that was? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was one thing we wanted. To gotta do. grind, grind those hornets. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, we'll cool, be cool, starting cool. next session. We'll be able to roll without disadvantage. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> That'll be nice for you guys, I'm sure. It's oh, only yeah. been three or four sessions now, Pedro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> two, thank you very much. No, no, two in yours, but not since it happened. It's been like three or four, I think, since we. Yeah, we awoke gagged in session seven, and this is session nine. So. Three, wow. three sessions. Oh, yeah, press. you're right. Wow, that's right. Okay, well, this is felt a... hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, today was a softer session. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm glad you guys decided to go for the kid. But there was every bit of a chance that you guys were going to be like, eh, I'm not going to go for the kid. <laughs> so I'm I would have had a different encounter if you had waited. Um. Obviously, yeah. you were able to catch them before they got to where they were going. So. Clearly, don't answer this, but I was curious where they were going because it was yeah, just like upriver. So, like, I kind of want to follow that thread, but if it's not west, I can't justify that yeah. uh, investigation. Anyway, we are a party of dark vision, though. We could definitely yeah, exactly, and sneak up on something. Hmm. One anyway, more level, and I get uh, magical dark vision too. So, oh uh, wow, that'll be good. What's that mean? Like you can see through magic, magical darkness. Yeah. So it would have been helpful uh, had I not multiclassed uh, in that uh, previous fight. But but we needed uh, your other bonuses for stuff. That yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've noted long rest in our roll twenty thing. I guess I'll just say it out here. We got a long rest, everyone. Hooray. Oh. Uh, so that uh, everything can be reset for Oma and stuff. Would you mind uh, turning off Craig and give me the double download links? You got it. Let me just Thank put you. these names in the chat for uh, Wes. Uh, also, okay. how are you guys doing for next weekend, knowing that it is a holiday weekend? Um, I actually might be occupied. Let me just look at the calendar. Oh no. I 